0: and gentlemen, you have waited all week
1: Yeah boogie K K cage Throwing it down for things BMX is ready, ready. I know I am attack the ATB Airways Uh-huh. Show uh, unlike the rest if we need some info They got the best, like and subscribe Kick back and relax And it's all things BMX It's BMX Show uh, unlike the rest If we need some info they got the best like and subscribe, kick back and relax, relax All things BMX are streaming together
2: Welcome to the All Things BMX show. Yeah, we hope you guys are ready. The pre-show was on fire already. <laughs> Didn't even, it just, time flew by and we're like, oh my gosh, we're late. Uh, we hope you guys are ready tonight. It's one we We're two shows away from one fifty. Tonight we're going to say, who, who's going to do most of the talking? We got the legend. <laughs> we got the goat himself joining us here in a few moments. So Joe Doherty, you guys know him from BMX in Our Blood podcast. Joe is a, I'm telling you right now, he's a god dang East Coast OG legend. BMX badass, whatever you want, he, just does it. he does it all. And he brings it all to the table. And big shout-out to Damaging for tuning in this week. Thanks, you guys. Uh, jerseys are looking sweet, by the way. I was hanging out with those guys a week at the uh, Cape Coral Trek. Melissa's going to be joining us here shortly on the satellite feed that Danger Snacks pays for. So I hope it don't break this weekend. Or this week. it's, uh, If you guys haven't checked out the Danger Snacks, make sure you get over there and check them out. It's the snack that gives you the difference between Dragon ass or hauling ass. Make sure you take them, put them in your pocket or, you know, if you're running those race pants that are so shoehorn tight when you fart, your shoes almost fall off. (laughs) Put them in your socks or something and just pop one of them bad boys right before the race and you're off and ready to go. Our opening song is brought to you by the boogeyman himself. If you guys haven't done it, make sure you get over there, get on his Instagram, get on his Twitter and Spotify and give him a follow. Uh, Doing big things there. Don't forget the show. You can support the show, you can send stars if you're on your mobile phone, it pops up there, I got that going next to me here, watching the show there, or you can uh, support us over at Buy Me a Coffee, and uh, all your contributions help out by, I don't know, new stuff we need. And trust me, we're always needing stuff. The Michigan studio, where Melissa is, is brought to you by our good friends over at DeSoto BMX, and I am at the Florida studio, it's brought to you by our good friends, hits C2 at Condominiums in sunny Cape Coral. You guys are looking for a good place to hang out on vacation, do some little BMX racing. Check out the C2 at condominiums. The chat is brought to you by our good friends at BMX Rocks Photography. had a good phone call with them the other day. They're locked in. They're ready for the 150th show. Our chat question tonight. Got a good one. Got a burner of a question this evening. You guys get in there. If you haven't, make sure you get ready. Get them thumbs warmed up. With Tua Provence down in the 2023 BMX racing season. Who is your pick for elite men? Just elite men. So I'm saying that because maybe next week it could be vet pro or we might be doing the elite female class. So so this week, we got two pro races down on the books right now. Who is your pick for elite men for 2023? Showcase is brought to you by Answer BMX. And our newsmaker segment is always brought to you by the delicious, wonderful 110% Nutrition. Very good-looking young men that own that place. Our resident DJ, who... Still waiting for him to show up. I don't know what happened to his Allegiant Airline. Uh, is is brought to you by Truth BMX. And our birthday shout outs, we got a special one. They're going to be done by our guest this evening because Chris can't make it. So, no beer time this week. You got Joe time. And they're brought to you by our friends over at On Two Wheels. And the show opening is brought to you by Gate Nine Number Plates. If you guys haven't, you're, you're really waiting a long time. Make sure you get over there, get your number plates ordered. Our live stream. Of tonight's show is always as is brought to you by Mega Design Group, and the podcast version is brought to you by Die Job Apparel. And we've got an idea for a T-shirt we're going to talk about in the after chat, Sean. It's going to be a good one, Joe. Welcome back to the show.
3: Hello, I'm like a uh, second time ATP virgin.
2: You are, I promise. Is that possible? It's is that possible? Be it's, a it's been a time? it's been a while, so I could see it totally could happen. Yeah right, right. You're well, born, again. You. born again. Born again. That's it. That's what I was looking for.
3: Okay, perfect. <laughs> hey, how long has it been? I I don't know if you checked, but
2: it was I, I think the uh it was forty was it forty eighth show? That was when you were on? Um, yeah. It was wow. early, definitely early.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Almost a hundred ago. Jeez. Yeah. We're, hey, we're, and we're we're racing to the one fifty, but you're going to beat me there. Because I uh I've only got a hundred and. 46 in the in the uh stacked up I'm not going to make it.
2: You'll, you'll uh-oh. Either. It was actually he was, uh, it was show 35. I just looked it up. Oh, was hey, it? 30. Wow. Yeah, that's what popped up on the screen there second. Yeah, 35 huh? so. Welcome back. It's been a minute. Um
3: yes, yes. Yeah. I think we gave the uh the listeners a good break <laughs> for me. <laughs>
4: Um, no. I think you both needed a break. The amount of time you spent talking pre-show and after oh, show yeah. uh, for well,
3: months. You know, <laughs> that's my deal is talking, you that's... know, I, actually uh, that'll come up in uh, questions. If you do your speed round with me, that's going to come up. Ooh, I'm sure.
2: Yes. That's, there you go. <laughs> the lightning round is going to be, it's going to be, you are going to be good. Um, yeah. So for those that are tuning in that maybe missed uh, the the first time we were on here, uh, back on episode 35, Joe is the host and I I guess the owner uh, of the BMX. <laughs> I Inner didn't blood sell it. <laughs> the BMX Center blood podcast, aka the number one podcast you can find for BMX. If you guys haven't, make sure you guys like, subscribe, whatever the hell you do, and those things. You guys do that. Who knows <laughs> how that works? Uh, All I know is
3: people seem to be finding you and and Melissa and, and myself. So. You know, That's, something's got to
2: be working. Seems to be working out pretty good.
3: Yeah, algorithms are not, I don't. It's something's
2: happening. That <laughs> just, just, you know, you get, About just word of mouth. <laughs> it's good enough. It's good enough. Yeah, right. Um, so give us. Uh, we're gonna jump into some some. Uh, and we can we can talk podcasts, but I feel like we might break the internet if we do that. <laughs> but I want to know I want to know myself a little bit about the the the, the your BMX riding career. And we, we covered it a little bit in the uh you know, last show you're on. So if you like just kinda give us a snapshot of you know, your riding racing career that you've had, you know, some of the companies and teams you've done and you know, rode forward and so on. But like just kinda give us a snapshot of, of your BMX history. Oh wow. All right.
3: It's pretty boring, actually. <laughs> I don't it's, I don't believe I'm that. Not like I don't believe Michelle Currents or or, or Turs, and I I'm not like uh any of them, that's for sure. Uh mid pack rider, uh, just started in 83, end of 83. And, uh, that was back when you get three first, second or thirds of beginner, and then you turn novice, which is now intermediate. And and that one you'd have to get either 10 wins or 20 first, second or thirds. So you were expert, normally you were expert within a year, year and a half. So, uh, from then on, I just kept racing. Through to 95 I think is when I turned super class and then uh kind of you know got my ass kicked for a couple of years and made a little bit of money and that was good enough and then I decided to start a family so that's uh that's where it went with that but um teams and and all of that there was bike shop teams things like things like that but I think most of what I did was my own team and that was to uh, To get kids involved and really i had the team so we could do our own state series and those same kids i did the state series with i you know we would head to nationals also just for fun but um yeah the state series was really important back then and it is now i think it's come back pretty strong uh but yeah that that uh that cup there that's in the picture that was we did uh we did that, the state series with this DDR team and uh, Tom Johnson, that's his plate right there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I hand cut plates. And that was my, that was my gig was I, I hand cut plates and sold them and sold shirts and that's what funded the team. So it was fun. It was just a bunch of, bunch of uh, late teens, early twenties guys and girls. And it just added a little bit to the state series. And then, you know, we could always find each other at the nationals because, you know, black shirts with hot pink lettering, you know, with a little light blue on there, couldn't miss us.
2: I but, uh, uh, I got to talk I'm, with the TO of uh, Trumbull yesterday. And, oh, Chris. Yep, yep. We've got some news <clears throat> from his track coming up, but uh, he was sharing with me, like, kind of a badass you are, still racing to this day. And he and he made a point to say, "Not still racing. The dude's out there jumping everything." Uh,
3: well, <laughs> I don't know about that. He's being very generous with that. But <laughs> uh, I I did race a lot last year and a bit the year before. But last, yeah, I guess the past two years, I I really got heavier into it because once I broke my leg, in uh, probably four years ago, it just. I rode a little less trails and a little more racing, but mm-hmm. I really put a lot of, a lot of time into racing last year, local, uh, for some reason, I have, I don't have any interest in doing nationals again. I feel like I've kind of done that and, and it was fun and, mm-hmm. and sometimes it went really, really well. And so I got to experience the, you know, the highs, um, uh, but, um, takes me away from home, which, uh, it's not. Not really of interest to me right now. I just want to stay local. And so it's made me more aware of what's going on in the local scene and just trying to help as much as I can the local scene.
2: Yeah. So I, I, and Melissa can tell you, I, I just had the same thing happen to, to, with myself. Like I was at the National the other weekend. I, I didn't even, I didn't race. I had a great time. I got to wander around, Uh you know, saw Tom and, uh, Tom Johnson and, and everybody. Like I just, I ran around, sat down, was talking with everybody, but just like you said, man, I'm, I've got a big interest in, interest in exactly what you said. Like the state races, the locals, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun there. And, uh, just, yeah, just go, go to your locals, (laughs) support your local. There's so so much going on there.
3: And like Chris, it's obviously you run into a lot of the same people, but, uh, if it's not a state race, a state qualifier or anything like that, you you typically don't see as many people as you would at one track as you would the other. Um, but we have a pretty strong group of older guys that race. And, uh, it, it, it's, um, it's all fun. There's, it's just, it's a, it's enjoyable. Every time I go, it's, uh, it's really just meeting up and Wednesday nights, are that's one of our biggest meetups. So I, I tend to give myself one night a week, which I think everyone should just give yourself one night and uh and that happens to be where uh a lot of the guys choose to to go at a race so um and that's at Bethel Supercross, but it really got into going to chris's track trumbull uh more often because he well first of all he puts a ton of work into it he's such a hard working track operator um. Mm-hmm. I just, I really, once, once Bethel had slowed down, uh, Chris could keep going because he's got a, the uh, the slurry so he can go further into the year. And it just extended that hangout period even longer. So yeah. it, that once a week Wednesday turned into once a week Saturday. And uh, it was just a good time.
2: Are you excited for that uh, skate park that's opening up next to um, Trembles track?
3: Oh, that's uh it's not near Trumbull's track. It's uh, it's a Nocton, oh. if it's the one I think you're talking about. There's one that they're. This is a concrete park, right?
2: Yeah, Chris was telling telling me a little bit about it.
3: Okay, yeah. it's it's about I guess about 20 minutes north of Trumbull. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
3: but that's a pretty impressive concrete park. And the she said I don't know four episodes ago there was a uh, Ben Atchison, and I put Night Digger uh yeah he's the one that's actually really putting in some time on that and now he's fundraising so they can make a capsule Ooh. uh which is wild i've only been to two places that have had capsules one was at fdr in philly and the other one was uh coco beach actually they've got a capsule there too
2: isn't there one in ohio uh, somewhere that has one there.
3: Made out of wood, maybe? or Oh, oh there's one. In, no, you're right. There's one in Louisville, is where it is, but it's close. Yeah. It was close to, mm-hmm. I guess Louisville's not that far from Cincinnati, right?
2: Man, I'm I'm geographically challenged, so I'm just going to say sure. Oh, okay.
3: I'll ask <laughs> Melissa because sure. Oh, this is Melissa Mack, by the way, not Mock.
4: <laughs> yep, Sorry, that's Chris. That's I had to me. do it. D.K. like Daddy Match.
3: I just had to do it for Chris because the poor guy.
2: You, <laughs> He'll appreciate you, that. You, you know,
3: I got I'm I- always I- in it for the beer. I'm That's always it. Always in it for the beer.
2: We're in it for the beer. That's I'm it. in it
3: for the crisp beer. Yeah, so, um. yeah, poor, poor, guy. Anyway, is I love him. Uh, now I'm lost. I just lost myself yeah, it's fine. on that one. Um you're, you're Castle, saying, park, yeah, Louisville. Yeah. yeah, Louisville has one too. Um I um, I haven't hit that one, but that park's pretty amazing.
2: Yeah, we Yeah. When that thing opened years and years ago, it's terrifying uh-huh. when I look and I'm like, Oh my god, it was that long ago. But yeah, uh we used to take this broken broken busted van I had. Um actually i had the van when melissa and i dated the first time we'd go down there and we'd like shoot down there and and sleep basically on the hill next to the 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 that skate park oh okay. and we'd make like a day and a half trip out of it and like hope yeah. hope the car the van would make it yeah home. it was awesome really
3: really impressed her dad i'm sure right no or her mom
2: not the first time we dated not at all i look like that's a pho- what i'm talking about yeah. nope nope <laughs> second time's a charm yeah it worked the second time <laughs> Well, he has an equinox this thing, right? Yeah, yeah, he got an equinox. And... That improves things.
4: He's missing Quite a lot bad. of different things. That <laughs> there's oh. there's no mohawk and no, there's f- no facial oh. piercings and
2: <laughs> oh yeah yeah I look like I fell into a tackle box and the tackle box won the fight <laughs> back in the yep
4: sure did sure oh did my God. this
3: is a guy this is a guy you should interview sometime if you feel like it his yeah. name's Wild Bill but I, uh, I'm in I like
2: he, his name already.
3: Oh, Alrighty. that guy used to do piercing, uh, piercing and, and tattoos, I think, as a business, but he's an electrician. Uh, and this guy, uh, I interviewed him a while ago, and it was embarrassing talking to him about how many piercings he had. And they, because his answer initially was, I don't know, so many on just his face. And he said, do you want me to count? <laughs> and I said, no, no, yeah. thanks. Yeah, that's... Uh, Let's, let's okay. just stay with this.
2: Like this area had, <laughs> I think it was one time, like seven. Or something like here? Because, really? yeah. I mean, I had the, you know. With ears and yeah, eyebrows and nose I, and, tongue, yeah, and Tongue was pierced uh, a couple times, and then tongue. it was just. Five minutes later.
3: world the best value in the world on bikes parts and equipment it's time
2: brandedpopups.com. Get a canopy from your favorite brands such as Carbone Cartel, Shadow Conspiracy, 110% Nutrition, Profile Racing, Union Square Shoes, ProGate, and Gate 9 Designs, among others. Each canopy is 10 foot by 10 foot, comes with a user-friendly collapsible aluminum frame, UV-coated for sun protection, and water and flame resistant. Visit our website for the full offerings of your favorite BMX brands, brandedpopups.com. back i had to go pay the internet bill i apologize for that um prodigy wanted me to update my credit card because the one that they had on file evidently with the uh, the, the expiration date had has long, been long gone so there's your 40 and over joke for the evening for those of you that know what prodigy is um thank you thank you guys uh for sticking around and rejoining the show really appreciate it again sorry uh, it's where we're at right here, uh, we share the you know, uh, the internet feed uh, amongst five other units. So you know, we do what we can. Um, but before we uh, lost the internet feed, we it doesn't matter what we were talking about then. Um, what the we were talking about. We, <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's
0: probably good we stopped <laughs> it's
2: That's going to be the best segue when we get, get to edit it all back together. Like, <laughs> so good. So good. Um, oh, God. One of the guests in the chat. um was actually there when the night that uh we got just blackout drunk and decided to pierce our nipples that's tank melissa um i assumed yeah um before we jump back in with joe and i want to ask him about his uh uh, uh, ddr company melissa um the chat's been like going crazy um do you want to give us our our chat check-in brought us to you by uh bmx rocks yeah sure all
4: right. We are gonna say hi to uh, well, Justin was the first one to comment in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Uh, our good pal Robert Cardoza, Rick Carter, gosh, all our friends, Zach Goss, Mark Anthony's with us. Billy at Gate Nine Number Plates is tuning in. Uh, Mr. Brian Fell over at Mega Design, Tom Johnson's with us. Oh, that's not going. The answers to your chat question, which was who, let me fly back elite, up here.
2: Elite pro for What
4: Yeah, who's your pick for elite men? So Brian Fels says Cam Wood. Tom Johnson says Isaac. And Rick Carter echoes Isaac Kennedy. Um, the
2: year do you do of you Isaac.
4: Victor Alvarez is tuning in. Martin Kennard, hey guys. Noah Robinson's with us. Uh, Deadweight Racing is tuning in. Thanks, guys. Uh, we're gonna say hi to Tank. He knows who he is, hopefully. Um, Scott Wires with us. Michael Mag. Uh, to answer your question, yes, it is on his wrist as we speak. Um, mm-hmm. Binky Denniston is with us. Chase Monholland, Drake Robinson. He
0: the
2: just, uh, just star
4: left. of last night's Comedy Hour <laughs> is
2: also tuning in in the chat. You're too kind. Um, You're too kind with the Comedy Hour.
4: Yeah, Comedy Hour. Kind. Yeah, that's probably a good way to put it. <laughs> uh, Wes Burt also tuning in. What's up? Damon Tucson says, hello, fam. And to round out this round, Nick Quinn is also in the chat. Um he was quite active in the chat last night too. <laughs>
2: Welcome in. Welcome everyone. We yeah. appreciate it.
4: Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks yes. for sticking in with us. We appreciate it. Uh we're hoping for smooth sailing from here. <sighs> if you got a any guys awesome. yeah, anybody has any questions for Joe, put them in the chat and I'll get them out to him. Absolutely.
3: So um come on, Tommy. Tommy Gunn's got something I know he we We
2: know he's, I know
3: he's, he's got, exactly. got a hold yeah. A whole bunch up his sleeve.
2: He's got decades on it. Um, yeah. He did actually
4: say that we're supposed to ask Joe about his interview attire in the 1989 uh, at Litco.
3: My dinner attire?
4: He, he says ask Joe about his interview attire oh, in the
3: 1989 geez. at Litco. Oh, I, did, I I went to a job interview for at a plumbing supply house for plumbing and heating supply house uh, when I was 19 and it was just to work counter sales, just like, you know, counter sales. But, uh, I was working a temp job doing like data entry of some kind. So I went on my lunch hour to apply. So I had, I had a tie on and I went, I went to interview for this contractor counter job, job, you know, working with contractors. So, uh, I got the job instantly. Cause they're like, what kind of idiot would come this dressed up and not be serious about his work. So that. It didn't take much to get the job i didn't have to speak so then you I found,
4: started the you started the whole dress to impress quote it, then it was,
3: well with everything in my life it was an accident it was just i didn't <laughs> just happen that's all i had you know i didn't have time to change and act like a contractor but it turned out to work out better that way Yeah, so, well, i, I <laughs> believe at the time tom was working there as well So uh, I think we found a place pretty quickly to build a jump on the property of the place that we worked, which may or may not have been a great idea, but we had fun.
4: (laughs) But you had the idea anyway, so here we go. Yeah,
3: yeah. We'll blame that one on (laughs) top.
4: That's right.
2: That's right.
3: It's a good good blame, though. Um, Uh, By the way, my pick for uh, number one pro of the year is going to be Hans Nissen.
2: I'm with you on that one. (laughs) All
3: right, that's... Some people that are older will, will get it, but uh, Hanson is my favorite pro and he was, he was a late eighties pro into the, a little bit of the early nineties, but I think mostly eighties.
2: I'm still, I'm, was, I'm still waiting. Got for number, what's that? Go ahead. Nope. Go ahead.
3: I was just going to say he got number one pro cruiser, but this guy was so unconventional. He made his own like Chewbacca kind of like shoulder brace made of like leather and metal and uh he rode for VDC if you've heard of that company over the years. If people talk history uh with you. But uh he's from uh oh my gosh, uh Iowa, I believe. Hmm. I think. Yeah. i kidding myself if uh if I'm wrong on that one. I'm pretty sure it's Iowa, but he uh he was just big. He was really big and he was completely unconventional and a total underdog. And uh so I just love the guy for that. So, uh, but to be uh, serious, I'm with them. Uh, with most most of the answers you got, I'm with Isaac Kennedy because I don't think he wants to be taken out one more time. I think he's going to just get faster and faster, so he can get away from that that potential. <laughs> just
2: to be ahead of the pack.
3: <laughs> oh God, yeah, I, those takeouts were crazy.
2: It's yeah, we we argue a lot <clears throat> um, in 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 this in the racing sphere of like old school new school but i'm telling you like it's insane and you know this like how fast these guys go now and gals like it's 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 nuts so when you see like you know a take somebody getting taken out or taking themselves out like it's wild man like that's not you know there i got friends that are get off my lawn and then you know ones that are like i got friends that are totally like old school means nothing to me and But like, stand stand on the side of one of those uh, elite races. Just do it. Just as close as you can get uh, close to the starting hill. Doesn't even matter. Like you could be starting hill last turn. Man, they go so goddamn fast. And to have you know, you were saying like getting taken out. Like it, it's as close as to like damn car accident you ever want to be. You know, Uh, it
3: amazes me how when they're (laughs) crashing. The bike can fall in front of them and take out someone in front of them right i see it happen all the time someone in front that had nothing to do with it gets hit by a bike and taken out but uh i say taken out but i think it's uh this i think the 17 to 20 expert whole craziness that was where initially all this crazy action was happening and i think usa bmx are geniuses for and I would imagine this is uh, uh wall. Um, oh my gosh. How okay, can I forget his first Justin. name? Yes.
2: Wally. Yeah. He, he's, Wally, he's a yeah. genius
3: with this stuff. He's, he's picking up on things that I think people just, I mean, you kind of, it's kind of fun to watch some real tough racing. And yeah. uh, it's, it's made that class just really, really fun to watch. So they build up excitement for that. And now there's, we're seeing more yeah. of it in, uh, in elite, which yeah. I think is pretty cool too. So,
2: well, y- you know, this man, <laughs> and you know, this from rate, just racing when you have like the, uh, and we had, we had Ronnie Anderson on, like there was, you know, when, when people talk about, you know, back in the day, like that eighties and nineties and time, like there was legit shit talking going on, yeah, you know, and crystal, uh, uh, beer time will tell you this that like, uh-huh. Ronnie, Ronnie would go out of the gate and be like, I'm whooping your ass, I'm whooping your ass. And, you know, I like love that. Yeah. And, and yeah. There, is a, there is something to say for that. Like, it, it mm-hmm. is kind of, I don't, to, it works for NASCAR. Yeah, <laughs> like right. It, it, and, and you're right, like the way it's sprinkled in. Very cautiously, I will say. Uh-huh. But it's there because we all know there's a massive rivalry. Everyone's going after that kid, Drew Polk, right. in that seventeen twenty class. Like they're all yeah. after that kid, and yeah. yeah, it's good. It's good stuff.
3: Yeah, it, it just to, to make it to make it exciting. You know, however, however they do it, it's you know, it's it's good for everybody. I think it's it's something fun to watch, and, and the best thing is is. I, I haven't been there actually watching it, but I think the guys pretty much all have this gentleman's agreement that, and I'm talking more 17 to 20, but uh, they just have this gentleman's agreement that hey, when it's over, it's over. We're, we're all friends or maybe not friends, but we're respectful to each other. You know, that's the end of it. We're not going to fight in the parking lot as right. far as I know.
2: Right. Right. So, yeah,
3: I don't, maybe someone could tell me if that's true or not, or, or, uh, or what, it seems like they leave it on the track, which makes this whole thing even, even better, you know, but it's, uh, it's pretty wild.
2: Uh, if they are farting in the parking lot, like we all should know about it.
4: (laughs) I feel like we would. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I feel like we would.
2: Uh, but I wanted to ask about, the, your your number plate company you brought it up earlier because you you were you said you were cutting and making them you know um and everything oh, right. the ddr number plate company but thing is is i was looking through some pictures that i loaded up in here and i uh-huh. and i'm like this picture is from last season of you racing oh. and you yeah. got a ddr jersey yeah. yeah yeah all right tell us about ddr how it came about and like what you're doing with it now pretty much
3: nothing with it right now. I like that so answer. No solid. Solid. About. But uh it's, it's it takes a lot of energy and time as do most most things and as you know I I'm, I'm involved in a couple other things in BMX. So it's uh not a lot of time to do a team thing. Mm-hmm. But um but yeah, to fund that team that we were talking about earlier, uh I would just cut plates, So I found a place to buy sheets of plastic, four by eight sheets of plastic. And, uh, I was probably 17 at the time, right around there, 17, 18. Uh, but, uh, I had started the, the company or the, uh, we'll call it a company, but, uh, with a guy named Corey Unger, best friend that I grew up with, lived across town. And, uh, so we did it together. So it was dual directives racing is what it stood for in the beginning uh, and it had a a bit of a uh of a religious kind of twist to it so that's why it was dual directives uh my friend was was and still is uh, a, a pretty strong man of faith and and that was that was his thing so eventually when he stopped racing it became uh Doherty designs racing, which made no sense because then it was Doherty designs, racing, racing, so it didn't, you know, DDR racing. So, um, so anyway, I kept it going and, and continued to make plates. So he made plates, but he made his own plates for his own bike and I would make them to sell as well as my own plates. Uh, one of the, one of the plates that, uh, it's probably a good example. Is the one that Tom Johnson sent you the picture of? Uh, so I would buy these four by eight sheets. I'd have to have a metal ruler and a really sharp Exacto knife, and and this stuff was probably like uh, an eighth of an inch probably thicker than it was, maybe a hair a hair shy of like an eighth of an inch. But it was like a soft, it was a soft plastic. So uh, so you had to use the metal ruler and the Exacto knife So I'd cut out the shape. And then I, you know, shelving paper. It's called contact paper.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Well, you could buy that in rolls of different colors. So uh, I would buy all these different colors and uh, and just make these plates. I would make pinstriping. It was it was pretty involved. I'm surprised I didn't just. I probably had calluses all over just the insides of my <laughs> right hand, but inside of my fingers. But uh, but I sold a lot of them. We sold shirts too, and it was it was enough to. Uh, to help pay for for some of my own expenses for sure but to put money into uniforms for the local team and and all that so i kept that going for for a bit um but i I'd say right around the time i turned super class which is which would have been single a pro and and aba yeah. um, then i started riding for a bike shop first and then this company called spooky bikes uh, after that so uh, then it became okay who's going to pay the entry fee <laughs> you know because it gets expensive when you're racing semi-pro but uh, I just couldn't put the time in and my wife and I were starting a family and that's, uh, that's when it that's when it kind of put 110% into that but when I came back the DDR thing just that's what I had and I just that'll always be me mm-hmm. So the shirt that I'm wearing in the, the XF1 footer picture that you have there is one that a, a good friend of mine, uh, Brian Close, he lives in Brooklyn and he does printing. And he's he's a street vendor. So uh, he's under Wear Camera Monsters. So it's the word wear, like you wear something, camera monsters. So it's at Wear Wear Camera Monsters. So he makes, uh, he makes shirts, but he's really into it and designed a couple shirts and made that lightweight jersey that that i'm wearing in that picture that's that's a ddr shirt so it's 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 kind of just there right now it's not uh we tried well i take that back we we were going to restart it we tried to restart it a couple years ago but i found it really hard to get everyone on the same page and be at the same race at the same time and so it only lasted a couple months I think. <laughs> but uh I- but you know i I'm not afraid to try things and, uh, and see if they're going to work or not, and because sometimes the risk is worth the reward, and most times it is. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of where it sits now. But yeah, of uh, a quick, lot of plates.
4: Quick chat, quick chat question for you, Joe. What did you charge for one of those plates?
3: Oh, I'm sure it was a huge amount, like twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sounds maybe. like a lot of work. No, it was probably they were probably. I, I'm trying to remember. I I want to say they were like fifteen dollars, but one one small problem was you have a lot of friends and kind of give a lot of friends uh, plates. Oh, yeah,
2: I know that feeling. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm sure you do. So that's, uh, you know, that that part, you know, it is what it is. You just big shout out, make to money you. where you can and give yeah. it away when you want to.
2: Big shout out to Gate Nine Number Plates for literally giving me a stack of number plates to sell. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Then, then I you know end why. up doing exactly what you just said and he makes fun was of gonna me. I am going to say they're around here somewhere, right? Maybe yeah. you have them. No, I got them, but he makes fun of me because no. he's like, how many did you sell? And I'm like, shit, dude. Yeah. Um, I I had like 15 <laughs> friends come up and need a number plate last week. How many did you sell? Uh, well, they were all my friends. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. So I need some more. Oh, man.
3: Yeah, <laughs> It's hard, isn't it? I mean, you always want to give to your friends, and it's. uh, I think that's been in BMX. It's been my uh, my most difficult uh, way of doing. I mean, the podcast is perfect example. It's it it costs, you know, it definitely costs. Uh. Um, You guys have a lot of a a lot of uh, investment in in equipment. Sure, I I don't, but I have a lot of investment in travel. You know, because oh, yeah. I choose to do mine face to face. So, yep. one or the other or both. It's expensive to do a podcast if you're going to do it yeah. correctly or or just the way you want to do it. Yeah. So, so uh, mm-hmm. we're no, I'm no different now than I was then. I guess I'm just still still giving stuff away and having we, fun.
2: We just find out. We just find other avenues to do it. Right. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, even with a podcast, like people. You know, it's, and I'm sure you have this happen. Like people will yeah. contact you, and like I want, I think I'm about, I want to, I want to start a podcast, and you're like, do it, yeah. And then you pause Bye. because you you pause because you're waiting Bye. for them to ask that other question. What does it mean? What does it cost? What's the time in it? Right. And yeah, nine times yeah. out of 10, they never ask that question. No, thank you, God. Yeah. Right. Cause you'd never do it. I couldn't quantify
3: it. There's absolutely no way. No way. I haven't kept track of this. All I know is I try to use as little of the family money as I can, but it's,
2: it's hard there's hosting fees for those that are listening like you have you know joe and 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 us here we pay for hosting fees and you've got the software you're going to use and it doesn't matter if you're recording on a phone on a you know fancy studio setup it doesn't matter like you've got tons of costs that's still there and like you said your travel costs but uh you know for 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 myself and, and and even like knowing you um, you know, when I do like a Google search and see like your shows, you know, still ranked up there as one of the bigger shows, that's the part for, for that I find rewarding. I'm like, you know, we, we, we talk, you know, and you're yeah. like, I keep it pretty minimal and this is how I do it. And I was like, this sure. is what we do. Cause I couldn't figure out how to host like, or do the stuff where you put the show in and upload it. Like, I couldn't figure that out. That's why we were like, let's just go live. It's gotta be easier. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> but like, it's, yeah. um, uh, you know, like when, when all those people, you know, come up to you and talk to you, like it's 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 good stuff.
3: Yeah. Oh absolutely. I mean, I think it's been really rewarding. It's been every it's been worth every dollar I've I've spent on it. It's uh I I just posted one well now now, now you're letting me fly. So this digression is unstoppable now. Go. But the one I just posted with uh Mark Mulville, I just posted it last night. Um uh, That turned out to be like a complete surprise um, interview that involved topics of anxiety, some serious anxiety Mm -hmm. uh, issues and um, anxiety to the point of not wanting to leave the house, things like that. And these are things that Mark shared um, because he's basically saying, hey, I, I found a way to to cope with it I, I went and saw someone and I, i'm dealing with it and it's and things are a lot better now don't don't suffer you know go talk about it
0: mm-hmm.
3: so when i hit a podcast like that it's like wow you know and i shared a story about uh having you know anxiety and teaching spin class before i started racing again and just free not freezing but just uh we are talking about how when you, when you are really highly anxious and it's getting worse and worse and, you know, all of a sudden it's, oh shit, I'm having a panic attack. You know what I mean? Your heart's racing. So he was talking about being out for a run and his, and his heart rate was, he was just sitting there and it was at over 200 beats minute oh. and mm. Not, you know, he wasn't even exerting himself. He was just, just trying to breathe deep, drink water, nothing, nothing crazy. But, uh, that's exactly what happened to me with the spin class and you could bring yourself back down you, know, you can use the techniques of just calming yourself and bring it back down. But the reason I say, you know, i talk about his story and mine is, uh, it, sometimes you just hit these podcasts that I, I believe for me, just, just for me, uh, when I'm doing them face to face, I, uh, I guess there's a comfort level when you're when you're that close, and yeah. you kind of forget about the microphone, and yeah, and you just talk, you know. And, it, and sometimes it really brings out, you know, some serious discussion. So, and you know, don't want it to always be like that, but it's pretty cool when they when it happens. You know, and, it, and it's happening to someone that you never think oh that guy's got it together he just he does the most amazing riding in front of you know so many people yeah but uh, it's the reality of life you know nobody's perfect
2: oh that's the when you're it, like the face to face part um, uh-huh. especially like with what you're doing with your podcast like it, I, I feel like that's a thing that it's very genuine and again like you just said you don't know where it's gonna go, right? So, no. like, I and even even though we're not face to face, we're right, kind right. of we're kind of, but we. Right, we, right. I had I don't like what did Fell say earlier? He's like, "Holy cow! There's so much stuff in the script we have here." Um, right. And I'm like, we got no. We, we Joe, we ain't touched none of it yet.
0: <laughs> I know. We really like, should try to hit something. But of like, things. that's Just, the beauty of it, right? So like, yeah, it's the yeah.
2: the the podcasts are probably like the funnest thing you can you can listen to because of just what you said right so you had mark on mark's a ripper man and i bet the the bmx part of it was like the least part of what you really discussed you know it felt like it but yeah yeah. that's the fun part of what we do right so sure each week uh we get to have friends on and you Mm -hmm. know sit around the table and talk and sometimes some you know uh paul that that's part of the show with uh the the wicked cool beard. He always makes a joke and he'll go I remember we've done we've done three shows out of hundred and forty eight. We've done uh-huh. three shows and and I know that because Paul says he's like, Well, there was some BMX racing on the show tonight. <laughs> yeah. And he says I leave it and I'm like uh-huh. That's funny, because like pretty much, you know, we'll talk about anything and anything and yeah. all things, but it's uh yeah. I do oh, I God. do I do want to make sure though that we talk about uh what you've done um with the the side hack series though. Oh, that, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. That's awesome. Like Chris told yeah. me about this and I'm like I'm driving right now and I'm trying to get into my Google drive to update the script while I'm driving. So Uh there's a loud noise, call the police. I'm in Cape Coral, Florida, but like, dude, like what you, what you've done, first of all, kudos, congratulations, but like let everyone know. Cause this is, this is really cool. It's, it's going
3: to be, and it's, it's not like it hasn't happened before, but you know, side hack racing is always part of the fundraising jam that I do every year. So it's it, I've got enough experience running the side hacks, uh, but um, having it be part of the state series and and actually you know uh, earning a ranking as a team doing side riding a side hack is is pretty cool, so it's uh it's not as in depth as a, as the state series is where you've got more single pointers that are counted toward. You know toward the state title but um the the, the way it worked out is I, i've wanted to do it i was just waiting for the right time to do it where i actually could put the effort into it and the first person i called was gork because gork is a big side hack fan uh, and, and raced him with his brother in california years and years ago um, but i asked him i said does this make sense you know is it's do you think it's even possible and he said absolutely you just have to you know check with the local tracks and see if they're you know if they're okay with it and, uh it doesn't matter if it's if it could be part of your uh the 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 tracks uh entry system it kind of has to be a little more manual they can't mm-hmm. that class doesn't exist when you you know how when you pre-register you can draw down for the class that yeah. you're registering for and all that it can't really be put in there because you know, if enough states did it, maybe it would make sense for sure. USA BMX to do that. So it's more more gonna be more like a freehand thing and I'll have to keep track of the points and all, which is not a big deal. But uh it's got a couple people building side hacks already because obviously it's hard to find side hacks. So it's it's a fabricators kind of uh challenge right now is to find a way yeah. to get a side hack built before we start in uh May, um, is when we'll be Trumbull will open a little bit earlier, but, uh, yeah. which is Chris, the, uh, the TO there. Uh, but May is when the side hack series will start. So they, they don't have a lot of time to get these together, but, um, I'm, they'll get it done.
2: You know, I, I'll do a quick plug. Um, sure. Our, our friends on the West Coast from the uh-huh. Beer Budget BMX, uh, live stream podcast, um, uh one of the hosts of that show mike he uh, uh-huh. he makes side hacks and he's been, really? yeah he's been banging them out too because of the um the event mike Miranda's having the, the yeah, old yeah. school race dirty fest the dirty fest yeah um right. can, can you just do the newsmaker segment for me here in the field <laughs> um yeah so i pay attention to it a little
3: bit
0: <laughs>
2: uh so yeah no he's been making a ton for that but if guys yeah want a side hack you know and to, to do the series that joe's talking about um it you can hit up the hack shack um and we put there it's like in the show notes when you guys oh, listen God. to the show on the podcast or you watch in youtube um there there are links in there but he, he he'll make them and like you can i, I he made one i don't know a few months back it was like an all-standard bike uh-huh. side hack like the thing was wicked cool uh but you can uh-huh. you know, like whatever you want he'll, he'll make uh-huh. it and he's i i know in three years that they've been doing their show that we you know we've been friends like that, um god i i don't know man i bet you i've seen about a hundred of them he's made really yeah yeah oh yeah so like this is I, good I,
3: info because some of these people may just say you know what yeah i can't do it right you know i right but I want to do, it. I want to
2: race, but I just can't. Well, can't i I same, same way. Like if, 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 if there was an option for that, uh-huh. which we'll probably talk later, <laughs> no, but yeah. I'm going to take that back home <laughs> and we might, yeah. have, we might have a side hack series in this, in this Michigan, Michigan Absolutely. state championship this year, but uh, I would do the same. I, I don't have uh-huh. time to, to make one and let alone, I don't, I don't even know how you do it. So, you know, just call somebody buy it, right? Like okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let it just show up it's at the front door.
3: And, in, in, you know, I wonder if his, since he's in California, I wonder if he's doing, uh, if he's kind of uh, engineered like a an attachment, like a side, so the side car, some people call him a side car, but the actual, uh, the, the monkey rides mm-hmm. in the, the side hack, mm-hmm. I guess it's the wrong word. But I wonder if he's come up with a way to attach them so you can have a regular BMX bike and, it has been done before, but, yeah. uh, or is he only selling them welded together to the main bike, which well, are I've, probably real expensive to ship.
2: We're going to know in a second because, um, yeah, I was going to say, I've only seen them welded, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll, we'll know in a second. Cause they're in the, they're in the chat. So, okay. Yeah. Perfect. They were saying they've made 18, they've made 18 inch pit bikes, 20 inch, 24, 29ers. Oh, yes. And they even did a 16 inch boss, um, uh, build too but really so back to your series though and sure. um i don't want to give this away so i'm leading as best as i can <laughs> okay. okay um your state side hack class has some uh-huh. implications if you win it
3: oh yeah yeah so okay I did so right. gork in in the excitement of talking about this he uh and by the way, he created this this flyer for me, okay. so which is really cool. Because if you zoom into it, which is is probably a little blurry if you're into this one, but um, <coughs> not, God bless you or whatever that was. <laughs> bless you anyway. You probably, you might need it. I don't know. Uh,
4: thank you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so so Gork's drawing there. It, you, it's signed. It's signed and dated. It's the coolest thing in the world. It's just uh, I'm. I, I've got to hit him up to see if he can make a print for me and and sign one for me, but uh, but yeah, he's he's totally into it. And he said, "How about if we take if we give the winner of the state sidehack series for Connecticut an automatic spot at the grand sidehack race uh, during the Pro Spectacular?" Uh,
4: oh, so, that's uh, a great prize. Yes,
3: yes. Which I have raced that one. Wow and uh it's fun it's it's a it's a pretty good time so uh I mean and there's thousands of people watching it's it's insane so it's uh but anyway so that's the that's the prize so um geez you know I'm I can't think of anything negative about it I mean you you do have to respect these bikes they're 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 not uh you got to learn how to ride it. You can't go fast on one of these things without mm-hmm. learning how to really, with with you and your partner, the monkey on the side, they're just really working together. And it's mostly turns. You come out of a one eighty, and this thing wants to keep doing like a two ten, in, into the infield. <laughs> it's it's hard to keep it straight out of the turn. So it's uh it's tricky to ride, and uh, I had I I had to make it. And it was my decision and, uh, you know, I catch a little crap for it, but I had to put an age cutoff because too many times you see little kids get on there because people think, Oh, if they put a little kid on the side, it'll be easier and I'll win. Mm-hmm. Well, the kid's usually flying. Like he's like, he's like, he's the Cape on the back of Superman. He's just holding on to yeah. the front. I should send you the picture. Ugh. Um, but there's someone posted a picture. And ironically, it's a guy that was complaining that the age. He wasn't complaining in a in a negative way. Just saying, "Oh, come on, can't you? Can't any age do it?" Nah. Uh, so I I didn't know the guy, so I I uh, went and looked through his uh, his feed because I guess he has a side hack and he's done some racing in in New England. Um, I'm changing it up and and sending it to you. But okay. So the picture he has up is uh it's just too funny i gotta send it to you
0: Uh-oh. basically
3: his kid is hanging on with just his hands on the bar <laughs> and he's just laying on the side heck with his toes dragging on the dirt uh uh and this is the guy that wanted me to allow younger kids and this kid's probably he looks like he's seven or eight maybe something like that but uh should i just text it to you justin will that work
2: uh you can text it to me or you can facebook message it to me because if you facebook message it to me i can get it on the show quicker okay i got it i'll do that you already sent it to me i got it give me a second i'll i'll get it on while you you tell us more about the uh okay side hack racing
3: yeah so just just the 13 and up thing thing i think is kind of important it'll be interesting to see I, i haven't even picked who i want to have as a as a partner because it's uh it's, it's tricky it's it's if you're going for a national you know nag number or even like a gold cup
0: mm-hmm.
3: number it'd be interesting to see how many people are that are into that uh will do the whole series uh for side hacks or will even entertain the idea of doing the series uh, so i i have a feeling it'll be more local you know local local people that just aren't doing either yeah, maybe gold cup i should say but not nag because that's an awful lot of effort and then to put into a a national series number uh to get hurt on the side hack so so uh that kid um you know it's it's just i've seen this happen so many times and it and it's i I feel a little (laughs) bad it's nothing against this this guy and his son at all it's i'm looking at this this is is what uh, for the first time that's all i'm saying is it can happen yeah, you know, it's it's not. Uh, and this is probably one of the uh, the things that could happen. That's like less, you know, less uh, less of an injury, I guess you could say. But um, it's it's tricky. It's tricky for the for the uh, pilot too, because if you fall doing these, if you fall, your the, the pilot is the right leg is in between all this stuff. So if you fall, you can't get your leg out. Yeah. So what? Uh, they just need to be respected
2: so you had you've got a thirteen thirteen and above right
3: so yeah, so it's thirteen and up and it's the, it's the age you are when the state championship hits so if you turn third if you're twelve but you turn thirteen September, before on or before mm-hmm. September tenth which is when our state championship is, then you could still do it so um there's still plenty of plenty of people doing it so my hope is that it just continues, and and eventually these kids that want to do it will age up eventually, and and they'll get to do it. So, uh, but I I hope people understand that with the thirteen up. So I didn't want to talk too much about that, but it's reality, and it and it has to be, you know, people have to know it's just not a, a free mm-hmm. for all. It's because you know how it is. People are going to be going for it. It's right. It's not going to be just a, you know, fun little ride around the track yeah for everybody sure so uh so yeah gork's idea or gork's offer to do that is 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 pretty cool
2: i like it i I yeah that's a cool you man that could grow into something huge because the Mm -hmm. side hack things uh man that's a that's a fun watch right yeah That's a fun watch at the pro pro spectacular um uh i i and, and and kudos to you and good luck and any like any it. any way that we can help promote that or, or share, let mm-hmm. us know. Um, hey,
3: maybe we'll give you some results. And you can.
2: uh do. We'll holler them out, man. Yeah. You know yeah. what? We'll have. We'll make it beer time and have beer do it.
3: <laughs> yes, <that'd> be Great. <laughs> I'm so psyched to hear he made them. I I somehow maybe maybe knew that, but I had no idea to the level that they were making them. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. Uh, they're still are still talking about it. Actually, it's kind of cool. Um I'm not trying to hijack Melissa's part, but like in the chat. Oh no, go ahead. They were You they... understand it better than I. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like in the chat. They're talking about um the uh actually um Chris is in there from Trouble oh. talking to to oh, yeah. to Rick and Mike about possibly getting a couple made for for the track. So you know ah, good. Bit. And you know another thing too that when I was on the phone with Chris he's saying how like you know you, you do all this stuff and you give back to BMX which it's very prevalent you do. Like you you're going to take on a side hack series and um you know you you, you do your podcast and everything but he's like man the, the the guy also brings side hacks for people to use, you know. And I'm right. and and he goes <laughs> Uh, he says, <laughs> "He says, do you know how fucking hard it is to transport <laughs> side Oh my hacks. god, yeah. And I'm like, "Oh man, wait a minute, yeah. N- I don't have. I mean, a pain in the ass. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we were, we were, we were joking earlier, dude. I mean, I got a, I got an equinox. Like, where do you put a side hack? You know, <laughs> like, yeah. it's not. He- yeah, that's." Well-
3: I almost forgot. I'm glad you brought up Chris because Chris is the first track director that I ran the concept by on the state level. Yeah. So because he hosts, or I'm sorry, he, he lets me have the, the fundraising jam at his track every year. So I guess you could say he hosts it, but he gives us the venue. He works his, yeah. his butt off with his crew to make sure that event goes off without a hitch. And I really appreciate that. So So he's he's got the ability and the forward thinking and, and the adventure in him to, to make things like this happen. So, uh, he was the first track that I asked and, and we basically said, okay, the rest of the tracks aren't into it. We'll just have the series at, at Trumbull. So either way we're doing this, but, uh, but all four tracks were all over it. Every one of them said, we're in. So that for that reason, I'm, I'm also, I'm always proud of Connecticut, but I'm, I'm, Part of the the other three tracks too for just giving it a chance, you know. It's yeah, that's cool. Is it going to be perfect and and all? No, but it's, it's the first going to be year. Fun.
2: It's gonna yeah. The thing it's the first year. Yeah, it's gonna be a ton of fun, right? Yeah, yeah. And and honestly, man, like I'll stay on this uh, because uh-huh. like I want to know, like I want to share it here on the show and uh, sure, uh, like if uh, yeah, film it get somebody there don't you can't do it you're too busy but listen if you're in if you're in connecticut and you're going to go to the state races do me a favor do us a favor here Uh at the show do joe a favor film the side hack races send them to info at all things bmx show or just find me on social media i don't care find the show on there send it to us because we'll 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 put it up and share it and then paul can paul can tell me it'll be the fourth time we have bmx racing on the show (laughs) <laughs>
3: uh, uh, what did we call him before? Was it Bertucky or something? What did we call him?
2: Bertucky. That's where Paul lives. Bertucky.
3: Yeah. Okay. Oh
2: yeah. He did. He has the most wicked Walmart, like across the expressway from him, like ever. <laughs> it's that. Like if Paul could get, if someone could send Paul like a tall enough antenna tower uh-huh. that he can put one of those ring camera things on it to just <laughs> shoot on the his Walmart. <laughs> He he yeah. he could be a streamer and never work another day in his life and just retire right. a millionaire. Right. It's it's that crazy <laughs> over there. Um, Chris oh. says they're gonna try to live stream at Trumble. They are. I that's awesome. Hey, perfect. If you Did need any mean... help with how to do that, I can I can I can help you with it. Um, I mean, it can't oh, be great. physically no. be there, but I can tell you what you need to do.
3: Hey, that's. That's a, that's a big part of it. Yeah. Just educating. Um, that slide though, where you had the state champion, or I'm sorry, the side hack series flyer there, there's only eight races. So I did that on purpose. So there's four singles and four state qualifiers. And the way I think most states work is if you have four tracks, you have four qualifiers, and you drop one score, but you have mm-hmm. to do at least three. So it's best three out of four. So there's eight races, the four qualifiers, and then four single pointers, which I I figured the best way to handle that, uh, because this also helps the scholarship fund, but do the, each of the single pointers are on the days these tracks would have their, uh, Warnicky race, Bob Warnecke yeah. race. Uh, so, uh, that's, it, it makes it so it's, it's easy for everyone to remember. There's gonna be a side hack race if there's a Warnecke race, and there's gonna be a side hack race if there's a state qualifier so um,
2: i like that that's uh, nice
3: those those four races and uh it or you could do six races three and three and just not care about dropping a score and then the state championship so it in the state championship is at Trumbull. so um and oddly enough my sister said you scheduled it on your birthday i'm like well um the state championship is where else would i want to be i mean. great you know how is this a problem you know but uh she was kidding but it was uh it's it's funny because it's that is where i'd want to be you know but uh anyway so yeah i appreciate your excitement about it because it's i'm excited about it i think it's gonna be great
2: oh I, i totally agree um jumping in, before we go to the next uh, kind of topic I wanted to cover, Melissa, was there anything um, in the chat that we needed to get caught up on before we go to the, the next topic? Are we good?
4: No, I think, you, I think you pretty much, I mean, we're talking about the side hack stuff. I think you pretty much covered it.
2: Cool. Um, so the next thing I I definitely want to make sure that we took time to talk about. Uh, it is your 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 road to recovery jam that you do each and every year? And first off, thank you for doing it. Okay, it's I know uh, it's. Um, I've been part of some fundraising events at tracks. Um, was it? like a year ago, we did one for Melissa's mom, and we've done other ones. Right. So w- where I'm going is, I know a little bit, a little bit amount of the work that it takes to do this and to see what you've done and what you're doing is very, very impressive. So like, I don't, I, I, I just wish people would, more people knew that's all I'm trying to do. More people knew the amount of time that is dedicated to what you're doing for the Mm -hmm. road to recovery jam each and every year. And you know, we're going to talk about, you know, this year's, uh, road to recovery jam. And, but, but first and foremost, thanks again (laughs) for it. And like, tell us what is the road to recovery jam and, and, and let us know how, how you got, got involved in this.
3: Uh, geez, you know, the first, this year will be the ninth, the ninth jam. So, uh, it actually started as I, I believe the first four I'm sorry. Uh, I think it's it maybe the first five neither no, here nor there. We, uh, a couple of friends, actually a whole bunch of friends on Long Island in, and some from Connecticut. We did a fundraising jam on Long Island at Shore and BMX. That was the, the first one. And that was, that was my first year back in the BMX. So it was, I was in the, I was already in the giving back mm-hmm. mode. Uh, when I got back into bmx so uh, because that's you know you get older and you're in the position where you can help more than more than you uh just you could help more than you than you maybe you realize you can or or just help because you know you can uh but as a kid you don't you know you're just scraping by and you know as an adult you become to the type of person sometimes that just says okay I don't you know i'm not i'm not rich but I, I can i can make a difference and i can uh mm-hmm. budget some money and, and put something into something i believe in so we uh we started uh to, by having a jam for john lee who worked at fbm um uh, and and it went great so i wanted to do another one uh not everyone was as interested in it so which i totally understood uh, they didn't intend on having a series; they just wanted to have a series of fundraisers. They they wanted to do the one for for John, so I kept it going after that, and uh, and the next one uh, was for Stephen Murray, um, and then from there went to uh, Trumbull. We did one for Scotty Kramer, and then uh, we ended up at Powder Ridge, a ski resort, and we did uh, one for the Robinson family when, uh, when Kevin Robinson passed away and we did one, I say, I say weeks, so I like to share the, share the blame if there's any, but it's, it,
0: it,
3: it is, mm-hmm. it's me and there's always a bunch of volunteers that come together, right. uh, in the last, when I really need them at in the last month, let's say building jump lines and, uh, donating or just volunteering to run registration and signing waivers and all this stuff that has to happen. So, uh, I don't do it all alone. Uh, the, the gathering of things for the silent auction and the raffles and all that stuff, that's, uh, that takes a bit of time. Um, but I don't know. It's, it becomes pretty routine. It's, I joke with with friends about it and say, this is it. This is the last year. I can't do it again. This is, this is it. And then, uh, the jam happens and everyone has a great time. And I'm like, yeah, I'll (laughs) see you next year. Yeah. So it's, it just, it just happens, but it became Road to Recovery. Um, it was, I didn't want to start my own 501c3 that, that got, that would just get far more complicated than I, I really have time for. It's, it's a, it's a once a year, thing so i chose an organization that has that set up completely already which is road to recovery uh so road recovery is based out of uh california i want to say temecula but um, they're mostly uh so they're they're mostly motocross and supercross that's where most of the money goes it's raised but they have a division for action sports so uh This would cover anyone in BMX that's, um, that's actually making a living off of BMX, which covers a lot of, uh, I should, I should say quite a few freestyle guys, um, would certainly cover, um, some of the top tier elite racers, uh, they would all fall into this action sports grouping of, of, uh, recipients if needed. So uh, so yeah, uh, Scotty Kramer is, is an example of someone that was able to be helped by road to recovery and, and he's a huge inspiration. And, uh, so I've stayed with the road to recovery, uh, beneficiary for a whole lot of reasons, but, uh, but yeah, having all that set up takes a ton of pressure off of me. Um, uh, and, uh, and the money goes to a, it, it, to an action sports fund. So, uh, yeah it's um i didn't really feel like we were you know we're nothing like motocross or supercross so i i thought although we were raising quite a bit of money or are raising quite a bit of money each year it's somewhere between safely 15 to 18 thousand dollars for the day so it in the world of motocross and supercross that especially if you have a, a paralysis situation that's Nah, it doesn't feel like a ton of money, but, um, uh, the person I work with there, Lori, she said, I don't think you understand like the amount of money you raise gets four athletes to PT for a full month. Uh, so that, that's a big deal. So, so yeah, it's, uh, I think it's, I, I feel we're doing the right thing. So it's, uh, it's something that, that I believe in and, and, uh, you know, within that, we I, I do like the idea of fundraising for someone local, if needed. Uh, so we can do that at the event, but the primary focus is, since it is a road recovery event, is to raise money for that action sports fund. Uh, so I think it's important that people know that if they if there's someone in need, and we agree on that, you know, we could we could do that, but it's it's a kind of a separate, you know separate tent, if you will, if you want to really mm-hmm. kind of visualize it and just say, okay, that this could be a tent there, and we're going to raise money through that tent. That part's going to be for you know, whoever yeah. is is in need at that time. So there's different ways to go with it, but that's how road to recovery came up in it, and uh and it's it's been a good fit. It's been a really good fit. and of course, trumbull track has has been since i started doing it for road recovery the uh, one of them was at the ski mountain at powder ridge and then the last three have been at trumbull so it's those have all been road recovery events so i appreciate chris for for letting that happen because it's uh it's not easy to pull that off on a on a public track right uh, so we're creating uh, different events that you wouldn't normally see at a track uh, not not quite swamp fest type stuff, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> you know, right. but you know a jump line and and just doing just just doing different things, pit yeah. bike racing on a backwards on the track, just manual contests, side hack racing, long jump, just all kinds of fun stuff so so anyway, um, uh,
2: before we get into the some of the events you have, how does somebody get involved? like is there an email like how can they con? like how do they con? i got your information right. scrolling on the screen which will will you know it's it'll it'll be in the show notes it'll be you know it's in the comments but like aside from that is there like a direct um way to contact for what you're yeah, the, what you're doing for road to recovery what you're doing
3: sure no um actually probably have to switch it up <laughs> i'm so bad this probably matches the the exact uh the same way I run my half ass podcast because the you've got you've got it correctly down there as one of my Instagram accounts, but I can't get the uh at the BMX in our blood on Instagram, I can't get that account to work. Um you, so it's at gromdad two thousand is really what it what it uh it's, what it, that's the best way to get in touch with me is at gromdad two thousand. Oh uh, hang, hang those on. messages I respond to right away uh, Facebook messaging is is perfectly fine too. Uh, I just don't check them as quickly as as uh, as Instagram.
2: What was the, the Instagram thing again? It's
3: uh, it's at Gromdad 2000. Grom 2000 There you go. that's it.
2: There you go ladies and gentlemen we make these things happen right here yes, I can, live. This is amazing not on the show.
3: I've got I've got some serious podcast envy going right now. This is
2: That's not a podcast, we're a live stream show, so it's okay. Well, it
3: yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's funny is I always we'll debate think, that later.
2: I I I don't and I this is no secret to 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 most people. I don't I don't yeah. ever listen to our shows. I don't go back no. and watch them cuz I hate my own voice and it's not i mean if anyone's done djing or you know public uh announcing or anything like it's not yeah. that's not that's not crazy either but um sure. i always think to myself when we do things like we just said like i just changed yeah. that on the screen if you're listening uh, on the podcast <laughs> like how weird that is like you know because uh, i listen to tons yeah. of podcasts like your i listen to yeah. your, i listen to rogan and i listen uh-huh. to man there's so many even outside of our sport i listen to and i'm like the fuck are they talking about right now and i realized like oh (laughs) there's no video right so uh, right pre i I mean totally appreciate it um
3: well i'm grateful that you that you have an audio version because that's the most effective way for me to really listen to what i want
2: and and that's a you know what i i always fall back to this like um when i first started listening to podcasts um it was uh it was it was Joe Rogan's show. Uh-huh. But it was this guy like four or five maybe six years ago, but it was like him and I was listening to Rail the Berm and then you came around, right? Uh huh. So like, right. Literally it was like there, there, and there. But sure. I always thought like I remember and, and and to the to this day, I don't remember which show I heard this from.
0: Uh-huh.
2: So I'm putting you in the Joe Rogan status. <laughs> um <laughs> Was, it's like, I heard, I heard him, again, I can not remember what show, but I, I remember them going, we don't compete. Right. We don't compete. And uh-huh. I worked in radio. I, I worked at a real small FM radio station years and years ago. And uh-huh. when you listen to FM radio, you've got, there's only one 12 o'clock that you can listen to a radio station, Right right there's only one one o'clock there's only one two o'clock but when you listen sure. to podcasts you can listen anytime right that's a beautiful thing and right. i'm like why do people shit on other people's podcast? yeah that was what i digested from that was like wait, sure like why why would someone want to talk yeah and, or or even remotely put down that right especially mm-hmm. when you're in a sphere of like what we do with bmx i don't right. you know like whether it's freestyle or part, I don't know what these kids do. I just, I got a bike, man. That's all I ride. But like, whatever it is, right. it's like, here we are. Listen, uh-huh. to, listen to them. You can listen to it all. There's no, yeah. you don't have to like, and I think like the coolest thing that in BMX with our little world of podcasts is like, everyone has their own thing. Like you've got and in, in like, there's so many times I've listened to your podcast that I'm like, Wow, I got done, and I'm like, I feel like that dude or individual, woman, guy that you've had on the show. I feel like I I am now a friend of theirs, and I've never met them. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have um, the guys uh, from Coffee Chatter. They talk to the they talk to the pros, right? Sure. And yeah. that's who they talk to. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. cool.
3: that's check that box. Check that box, yeah.
2: right? And then you got you have our friends out west, uh, the Beer Budget Show. Yeah. And they do. They're like an open just just let's talk, let's talk BMX racing. The guys um, over at Dirty Knobs, like how oh, that that's a fun show to listen to. Oh my like, god! I didn't yeah. live in that era, but God damn it, I wish I did, and I wish I had. Yeah. A car. I wish I had. A if you did or credit. not? You, it, you, you
3: connect with it. You do. It,
2: you wish you had a corporate credit card for a rental car. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah. Th-
3: those guys are awesome. They're they're really really good. I have not listened to Beer Budget. I will absolutely listen to Beer Budget. Um,
2: I have to give you a hint. I have, I have to preface you for this, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They start sometimes at this time and sometimes at that time, and the reason it's called Beer Budget is because it's Beer Budget. <laughs> I love it. I love their show. They're, 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 they're also West Coast. So. Yeah, they're yeah, on yeah. West Coast. So it's super late for us sometimes, and I barely can stay awake past 11 o'clock most nights. So.
3: Do they uh, – Drop the audio version into a podcast, like you do.
2: No, they do. Uh, you can go back and watch it on uh, YouTube. It's like yeah, like the other day, I just turned it on and I was like, I don't know. I think I was like three shows behind. And uh-huh. I just I was just doing some 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 very boring uh, analytical updating of numbers, and I just let three shows play, and I'm like uh-huh. laughing hysterically, like some insane right. person here. And yeah, they, their stuff's fun, and it's yeah. again, they 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 literally market the show is like it's just open sure. forum so you know you it, and they go they live in the chat so like uh-huh. if, you, if you jumped in that and you're listening to the show you know whatever is in the chat they talk about and they they, right. they you know they have topics you know like last week they talked about the kid that kicked the other kid in the helmet when he fell racing at dolesmar oh god yeah they yeah. talk about a shit show right yeah i'd have been I, it'd have been better if i just went up to the to, to swamp jam and watched you all oh. burn, all burn <laughs> down the goddamn castle oh my god yeah way less way less more drama oh my god yeah. um uh, before we forget was... and get off topic though back to the road to yeah. recovery jam when is this year's road to recovery jam
3: uh it's july 16th so so it's always in july but somewhere within that one week span so it's uh it's great having it at Trumbull also because they the track surface can handle it. So no matter what weather we have, we're having the jam. Yeah. Maybe getting soaked, but we're having the jam. July so 16th. it's, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's only more fun if that, if that's the case, you know, July new event, new events, slip and slide something.
2: Yeah. Well, let's talk about the events you have. And if you can give us a little nugget, a little teaser of, of some of the new events that you put under the TBA, um, I, if you can share, please do. Well, <laughs> Talk about some of the events you got. Well,
3: the the standard events that are, that are always there because they're crowd favorites are the the side hack racing, of course, the pit bike racing, uh, manual contests, jump line. Uh, last year we did a a uh, trails to tracks. So whoever you know got first through eighth in the jump line portion would line up on the gate, which is usually freestyle guys. So they have the wrong gear, they have the wrong gearing for racing, but, but that, that's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, so those top eight guys would move on to the, to the gate and, and, you know, average of finishes, whoever had the lowest finish. So if you get a first in the jumping contest, but you got a fourth in the, in the actual one lap, no crap race then you had, you know five points. Did I say fourth? four yeah. plus one is five right I think okay so you're the adjuster so I got to run it by you
2: I'm not really I'm not that great with math but I think that's five no. or seven or something <laughs> well
3: so but I, I do want to do that event again because it was it was fun and I don't think I did a real good job explaining that event this year or last year so I, I want to do that again and and uh, and just keep a closer eye on it but uh, uh so I want it's coming from Swampfest uh, two weekends ago. I, I I want to start adding some wood slash steel uh, uh, features because they always have just the most innovative obstacles where they have a contest on it at Swampfest, and mm. it, it it's just it's just cool. So maybe it's as simple as we're just going to build a quarter pipe and just have people just, you know, just go crazy at this, you know, through a dirt parking lot and hit a, hit a quarter plate <laughs> made of uh, who knows what. Let's uh, build that but, thing out of pallets. Uh, yeah. I should get Steve Crandall with, down the week before and him and I could, I'm sure whip up something, something ridiculous, but Palets. there's a lot of welders among us too in Connecticut yep. that, uh, that could pitch in some good ideas. So, that's the direction it's it's heading, but uh, I'll work with Chris as well at the track and make sure that it, it's you know things that he's okay with. Yeah. Um, but it'll be the day of, so it's we could prepare it somewhere else and, and bring it in. So uh, yeah, I just want I, you know we talked before about podcasts being inclusive of all bikes, whether it's a twenty nine er or a freestyle bike or a race bike. That's the way the jams are supposed to be. So we yeah. we had the um uh bike life, wheelie life, what are they what are they call? Uh Todd lines, uh deal. I think it's bike life. It is bike life. Okay.
2: Yep.
3: So uh you know, not many people showed up for that, but the contest with that was who could you know, who could basically do the sit-down pedal wheelie around the track, who can get the furthest around the track. But uh so wanna open up more of that to uh to the bike life. And just have a whole mix of, of people together riding. So uh, features though, we're we're kind of working on that, but that's the direction we're we're heading. Um, I do have a guy that I'm working with this year because uh, I finally admitted that I do need help. Uh, but there's a guy named Kyle Erickson who does the the announcing there, and he's a real really good Stoke Stoke guy, you know. So, call him stoke master or i call him stoke master so he's going to uh get a little more involved and maybe give me some some out mm-hmm. you know, views from the outside and give me some give me some ideas and then of course help me put these ideas into action so having him involved will help this year and there's another guy on the uh the video side of things that wants to do as much as he can uh promote him beforehand with with video and uh and then, of course, videoing the the event itself, which he did last year, mm-hmm. and that's uh, uh, I'd have to send you a link for that. But um, so yeah, it's getting uh, really a little more of a team together. Uh, it's not something I I don't I'm not sure I want to do it for forever, of course, but um, but I do want it I I want it to continue because it's it's needed, you know. It, it needs to be done. And it's, uh, I can't tell you what a reunion it is for, for the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone gets together at that event and you, know, you you bring people up from, from outside the Northeast as well, Pennsylvania and, and New Jersey and it, uh, and further Virginia and Maryland and so on. So that, that part is really, really amazing. So yeah. that's why when the event's over, you think, wow, I have to do another one you know this is just right. too much too much fun i mean i saw so many smiles it was just crazy you know and of course it's nice to be able to hand over a chunk of money to uh to road to recovery
2: yeah uh, um so we we we've talked about the road to recovery we kind of touched on the your podcast and that um uh, you know I got, we got a couple of burner questions left before we get in the lightning round. Okay. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> are you ready for this one though? I feel like this question, uh, I could slide into lightning round, <laughs> but I'd rather not, especially not right now. All right. So, okay. um, I'm ready for right? anything. Cause we, this is like our header. We have in our little, uh, uh, notes we do for the show. These are, Oh uh, boy. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> So, and it actually they've been like they've these are the questions like we've been asking the the that you know like the past few guests that like get a ton uh-huh. of like people fired up and talking yeah. okay so I, i'm very interested especially to hear from you um yeah. what do you think about a lack of pro cruiser class should we bring it back
3: oh man uh I think so. I think there should be more pro events. I know um on an episode that you had up recently someone talked about pro open. I think it was Travis. Travis and I think was talking about pro opens. Yeah. Or the question was presented about pro opens. Um pro opens, pro cruiser, I think any extra races if the pros want to throw their hat in the ring in, in pro open and pro cruiser, some mostly the guy well, some of the better guys saw the paycheck in it would race all 3 mm-hmm. Uh so Pro Cruiser was was never big in the MBL. I, I don't think it was it was big. I I raced it for a short time because uh single A pro or super class, same thing. You could race Pro Cruiser, but it was really yeah you know, it was it was a mix of, of the two. So it was like a Pro Open but on a cruiser. Mm-hmm. I think the more pro classes, the better because it's just. I I don't know because I've been to the national, so I don't know. If people are running to the up to the fence to watch, you know, pros race, I I would hope so, but I don't know. You know, I I've actually got a more a, a more. Not a more uh, a uh, a question that's kind of been bugging me, and it, and it's zero. Zero against USA BMX, but it seemed really awkward to me. The whole Nick Long handing out money at the Grants. I, I found that watching that was just really strange. Um Because that seems like the job of USA BMX, not Nick Long. And this guy, Nick <laughs> Long, comes in. I mean, not this guy. We all know Nick Long.
0: Yeah. He yeah. does this
3: amazing job and raises all this money. and Tons. Tons she of money. Stole the show, and it's—I mean, on one hand, USA BMX is probably saying, "Thank God, this is great. Someone yeah. did it for us." You know, right? And and I'm not—you know—I'm not picking on anyone's financials whatsoever. It's—it—it's just—it was awkward to see. It was—it
2: it definitely was kind of different, wasn't it? Right?
3: Yeah. yeah. I, Yeah, I feel like they should have been giving the money. Obviously, it wouldn't have meant the same thing if if they gave the money that Nick raised, but it it just seemed odd. He stole the show, and it's not supposed to be his show.
2: No, and it was was, to me, it was one of the things I saw, like, oh, this is crowdsourcing at Uh its best, right? Because it showed that, like, how much we, and I mean, we is anyone that listens to the show, this show your show or any anything sure. with bmx with bmx in it is mm-hmm. willing to do and help because right we talk about this all the time on the show we talk about the lack uh-huh. of corporate sponsors we talk about of what we feel is like the lack of blue collar elite class okay right uh, it's just not there and mm-hmm. you have this guy i mean he's been on the show a couple times and I've I've uh-huh. shared this, I've shared this numerous times, like, <laughs> he said, that's what my sponsors, I, he's like, my sponsors were happy with me just, you know, being in there and hanging in there, I didn't have to win, and I'm like, right. blue collar, right. like, that was him, that's what he could yeah. do, and he made that right. happen, right, that's gone, uh-huh. because if you're not here, you're not making it, right, so right. Right. he shows up and shows out, raises all that money, and he's he's doing it this year, too. So he has, um, uh, oh, this, this month he's doing a thing where you can win a, 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 like a watch. So he's, he's worked in sponsors Uh-huh. and I'm doing the best I can from like Greek color, sure. but like, so what he's doing now is like, you can donate to, to, to the duffel bag. Right. But right. instead of just, just, you know, tossing money over there, like everyone sure. did last year and a shit ton of money was given out. Right. Um, now he can get he's gotten with sponsors that will do like a monthly giveaway. Right. So right. like this month, I, I'm pretty sure it's this month is like a, a watch company he's with that. Like, you know, you can Something do like this. That. Is it right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, I think so. It, it's not as cool as the watch I got from one of our sponsors for the show for the 150th show that's coming up, but it's pretty goddamn gangster, um, <laughs> but no. He, he, and I'm like, that's amazing to me, to your point. That he uh-huh. was able to parlay that into something that went from this idea he had, you know, and like I just want to help the pro classes out because he, he raced right. in them for years, right? Right. But, and 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 you you brought up a very good point. If there's that much money out there, right? Right. How, how 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 come it takes a like a guy like him to bring it in and and, and just like yourself not shit talking not trying to shit we're not we're not that's not what we're here to do but like what um, imagine the reach that usa bmx could do with something like that and i feel like and i hope and i feel (laughs) under the sun Uh that they're gonna probably Partner or work with him to 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 gr- hopefully to grow that because it's obviously yeah. you know, it's it's proven it works right like yeah he he just posted the other day um um shit how much money he had already in 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 for next like this year's thing uh, oh but, wow and it was shit, I, I mean uh, go ahead
4: does it work though. Because it's novel. Because
2: it's novel. And if,
4: the, if 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 USA BMX gets involved, like so so by novel I mean like people are like, oh you're right the pros are underpaid and you know we're gonna look at Nick we're, we're rallying behind him we're gonna throw money at him right. But not to say that those are the uh-huh. USA BMX haters, but
0: yeah, I
4: wonder if it wouldn't be less popular or less. Novel. I'm going to use that word again. If I, yeah. they're combined together,
3: mm. my, I, I the, the way I view it is, if he could do it that easily, why can't USA BMX? They're almost up to a thousand motos at the grands. Why can't they budget? We all know what it costs to raise the grands.
0: I say, I, I don't know
3: the, I don't know the costs. I don't know how this balances out. Sure. But either way it's budgeting. So couldn't they budget that 20 grand or 25 or whatever it was to erase it? Was, it was over 20 grand, wasn't it? Twenty two yeah, I think it was
2: thirty thirty, almost $32,000. Oh my God. And All he right. did it. He did it in a very short time. So like right short. now, yeah. he like, he's going to give a whole year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, and like, I'm going to talk on, uh, I'm going to put my hat on here as somebody that works for a company that is partnered with Haro like uh-huh. what he's doing on the other side with him being a T- TM is it's pretty it's pretty fucking amazing just for uh-huh. the record but like he he he's he has so much he's bringing to the table Uh-huh and, and it's all like constantly like built and built and built to give back Right and yeah. you're taking a that's like one one person, right? Sure. You know, like, and I get it. That's that's a guy that has massive followers, and he even said on our show, "What did he, what did he say? He was the gold medalist for the first half of the track." And oh yeah, yeah, it was hilarious because <laughs> yeah. he says it yeah. like it's. He yeah. says and I'm like he says it so casual. He's such a great guy, you know. Oh, and can you and imagine? He, I, no, no,
3: the pain. Of, oh,
2: but God. he doesn't even deal with it. It's, he doesn't I, even bother him. And, 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 no,
3: he's the perfect guy. To,
2: he's the guy to over to here raising experience. all this money. And at the same mm-hmm. time, he's going to come over. Well, he's down here in Florida and he's going to do uh, um, some camps for a friend of mine, uh, the uh-huh. pro experience camp. He's going to be doing a camp for those, for, for, for the kids there. And, right. like, he's just everywhere and he's doing everything. And it's amazing. Yeah. And, and again, to your point, or where we started with this, was it's, it would be interesting to see what could happen if, like, the 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 machine got behind it and worked together. And to your point, sure. Melissa, yeah. I'm sure there would be some fallout because there's so many haters of the sanction, right? And True. It, which is, you know what, dude? You're just—it's just dumb. Like, stop it. It's just stop. Melissa is she is right
3: though. I, I yeah. do I do think that that's that would be an issue for yeah, sure for some, but I just think it's normally, and maybe it's what I'm used to, but the sanction is the, is the one that put up the money and the money. was big, right? It was way bigger than it is now, but they have more, there's more people riding in, in the grants than I've ever
2: seen in my life. Do, do you well, been to a national lately? I know you have Right. I, but I, it's a rhetorical I, well, question. It's they're fucking yeah. huge. They're huge. They're way bigger than
3: I raised yeah. We we would have two fifty, three hundred motos maybe at, at bigger nationals. They were usually around two hundred. But, yeah, but yeah, everyone's ones.
2: Two thir- two thirty yes. was like a big number. Yeah. We we're like, oh my god, two hundred and thirty motos. Dude, right. Now right. you're now you're like four hundred? Okay. Where...
3: Yeah. Oh, it's a machine. I mean, I can't believe how they run it. But you know, the, the one other thing that I I'd mention is the, the Tangent Pro Am series. It's
2: they, why? they they brought that in I house. Mean, you, you know that, right? That's in house now with with USA BMX. I did not know
3: that. And, yeah. and that one, it it kind of bugged me a little bit because, again, the the pros, if you had in the same weekend as <laughs> a national, it was worth it to go to the Tanger Pro Am. That's one reason why I would bring it in house because I wouldn't want my pros going to the Tanger Pro Am instead of. Whatever race I had going on that weekend somewhere else, so it's tricky i again, since I don't know all the the financials and the the cost and the the,
0: uh, I mean, the over, losses versus the gains yeah. just, I, it's got be
2: know. that's got to be massive, man, like they have the to tow. they've got the 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 two semis they have the yeah. they have the circus I mean they got to bring the yeah. circus in each weekend yeah. that's not cheap. Right. there's a lot of people yeah. that have to get paid to do what they do. Yeah.
3: And i and, and i love those guys we, we we're talking about this the side hack series i mean gork was okay. really super generous with his time and shannon Gillette's an awesome guy and i've seen him at the freestyle stops the usa bmx freestyle mm-hmm. stop or one of them that i went to um just people like that and they they stay in touch and it's they're just good people and they're they're people that that usa bmx is is i'm sure happy to have on, on uh-huh. staff um so it just uh, It's just weird when you've got such a competent group and a strong sanction uh, having this, you know, Nick Long bringing yeah. the bags of fake money, but, you know, the value was, was what it was. So, uh, I mean, it, it, it must have made those checks. In fact, I don't even – did they even hold up the regular checks for the win? Because I, I don't think they could. It would have been embarrassing.
2: Um, a lot of them didn't. I, and maybe they handed
3: them the checks, and i, I mean don't know. they I don't they, know they held they they
2: they held them up for the pictures they had to hold them up in,
3: oh, okay, but I bet they made yeah. an ex they probably doubled it well because he he even money.
2: he even tossed money down to the um the nag five challenge, which was pretty awesome oh oh
3: okay, That's, yeah, I guess i remember yeah. that
2: yeah. so that was pretty but, cool uh, um
3: well, that was a hard hitting question, so we dealt with that yeah i don't think i i think i'm still friends with USA BMX after well, that
2: we're we're gonna find out in the morning when we go in yeah. and we look and if we're still friends with them we're not on social media
3: oh man yeah that might be a problem
2: all right um we're gonna put joe's contact uh in the show notes and it'll be in the chat room and um yep. you know we, yeah. we may or may not be allowed back on uh, social media I, ever again
3: uh, i need a break anyway it's fine <laughs>
2: I Looks might like
3: go to like podcast uh, whatever jail for a little bit.
2: You can go to Podfest. That was you, you know what that is. Podfest. Yeah, there's podfest. Is that What we should have is Podfest. We should we we should have a BMX Podfest. Yeah, like get all of us Why together not? and, and then right. we, we need a beer sponsor. Beer budget. Be get success. on that, okay? That crisp beer. I don't know. Let's get Chris. What does beer do you need? <laughs> beer, beer is the only guy in the podcast game that don't drink so let's get him on to find us a beer sponsor for pod for BMX pod fest.
3: Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. He's
3: the only one that wouldn't have a serious ulterior motive.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, or we just forget. Um, so, um, all right, we're going to go to lightning round here. Um, and, um, I want to say thanks, um, to our sponsors, but Melissa, where, where are we at right now? What are we doing? Brandon pop-ups.
4: That's the sponsor of the lightning round.
2: All right, There Uh-oh. you go. Take it away, Melissa. Oh shoot! Uh, this is going to be brought to you. This?
4: Wait, am I doing the bit or am I doing the first question?
2: No, take no. Do the read. Do the whole read. You're so oh, much better than I am. Go, go,
4: ready? Okay, wait. Like, I'm putting in. All right. Anyway, uh, so this is brought to you by uh, www.brandedpopups.com. The mission of Branded Pop Ups is to provide a. I got it this over any fan or brand supporter with the opportunity to purchase a branded pop-up style canopy of their favorite company if you're co-sponsored or a team why not have a branded camp canopy to show your support check them out and support your favorite company in the meantime all right put that link in the chat possibly
3: maybe (laughs) i see it there we go I can see it on
4: mm.
3: what I'm looking at. Oh, okay, we are guys All got? right,
4: all right. So first lightning round question for you, Joe: the last movie you like so much you watched it twice.
3: Borat. <laughs> I
4: haven't heard that name in a while. <laughs> so a good, I like it.
2: That's a good one, though. Well, uh, I have no idea. I had
3: to throw something out. I really don't watch many movies no. L- lately. I've all been, right. Uh, Forcing my wife to watch Melissa McCarthy movies. But, uh,
2: Those are good. Yeah.
3: Yeah, they're hilarious. I don't know. The woman's hilarious.
2: Yeah, the one she did with Justin Bateman.
3: Yes, that's the one we just watched.
2: Oh, God. That one, I laughed Which so hard.
3: identity. Yeah.
2: I, yeah. Hurt my, yeah. like, I, I hurt the next day. I laughed so much. Um, <laughs> I know. That was good. All right, your um, Joe, your favorite sports team. Oh, God. Uh,
3: I don't really have one uh I'm gonna go Red sox Boston red sox Boston red sox okay yeah. All
4: right. uh one sport you would never try
3: uh, uh, God, i'm, I'm trying I'm trying to think of something uh, cricket. well yeah cricket absolutely i'll I'll go with cricket I'll take it.
2: God. You ever tried to understand that game? That or high lie or whatever it's called. It's kind oh, of like, like the ones with the the wicked. The, yeah. Yeah. They got the 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 hooks and they throw the. Yeah. I ain't figured. Dangerous
3: as hell. Yeah, it's like I... throwing cue balls at people.
2: God damn it! That's a good. That's a good one right there. All right. All right. Uh, one place you uh, would like to travel to that you've never been to.
3: Oh, I'd love to go to France to watch the Tour de France someday.
2: <laughs> mm. I'm giving you a. Um, I'm giving you this high five right here because that's this okay, guy's. Gotcha. That's this guy's right here. It, mm-hmm. All right. What that's was the last a... thing you Googled? Here, I'll tell you. Um, when he was on the ATV show last time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I probably was. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hang on, wait. I Google. There's multiple things I have to. Oh, uh, I was actually looking for the last. Well, it's one of the com- the questions coming up. But my, I was looking up a book that I read. All right. Uh, so anyway,
2: yeah. um, What's the favorite, like your favorite activity, you like to do on date night with the wife?
3: Walk for sure. We have beautiful hikes around here. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, we have boardwalks that go around uh, ponds. Just. just There's an 8,000-acre preservation not too far from us, so dinner and a walk would be ideal. All right. Uh,
4: What do you consider the worst place on Earth?
3: Where I live right now during the winter, but it's probably much like Michigan. Uh, Uh, The worst place... Probably. Yeah. uh, The worst place would be... uh, you know, I I just think we're so fortunate where we live that we don't have a lot of, we don't have natural disasters. We don't have, my, my our son's working in California right now at a ski slope and they, they had a ski mountain there, a ski resort, I guess what I'm supposed to call it. But uh, they've gotten, t- there are over 10 feet of snow in the past two, uh, two, two and a half weeks, which is awesome. But it's also, you know, there's people trapped there and, yeah. and all. So I look at where I live and I, I think, geez, you know, although we have rough winters sometimes, it's not nearly as bad as winters elsewhere. And so the worst place to live, I, I don't know. And you also, I, also you think of first world countries versus third world countries. There's, I don't know, how we get bo- how we were born into to this, what we all have is it's pretty feel pretty fortunate. So there's a lot, a lot worse places to live. I just couldn't pin one down for you. I mean, any war zone, Ukraine, I mean, there's just terrible places to be. But, uh, anyway,
2: your best place on earth.
3: Ah, the place I'd rather be the most favorite place to go.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, sorry, Florida. It's not Florida. Uh, you know, someone said San Diego recently and I I would go with San Diego. We we've been there as a family and it's uh it's great. Mm-hmm. It's it's beautiful there.
4: Uh favorite pizza topping.
3: I'll stick with the standard pepperoni.
2: Okay. Uh favorite sport other than BMX.
3: Road bike riding. Pedal. Pedal road bike riding.
0: Okay.
4: Uh, Best way to waste a day.
3: God. Uh, Staring at the phone. Looking at every reel or uh, whatever's popping up. Just, uh, Hmm. wow. I'll I'll, I'll come out of it and it's almost a coma at noon on a Sunday (laughs) after I... Put the phone to my face in the morning.
0: It'll
2: get That's you. That's a waste of time. <laughs> it'll get you. It'll get you. Oh, my God. Them yeah, stories, the reels, whatever social media you call oh, them, It'll get you. Yeah. All right. Yep. I, I think I can answer this one, but uh, aluminum, okay. carbon, or chromoly?
3: Well... uh I would normally say steel anyway, Pro Molly, forty-one thirty. Steel's real, uh, soon. But I more of the reason after breaking that, uh, I don't know if you saw that post where it broke a, or it was kind of a gravel bike, but it's an aluminum bike, and I was riding. Fortunately, uphill, and the bottom tube broke. So uh, I got pretty lucky because I had just done a couple pretty big downhills before that. So uh, no, no more aluminum. No more on aluminum. on. Probably anything, but, uh, any type of biking, but, uh, anyway, yeah. Steel, steel.
4: your favorite book.
3: Well, I haven't read a book in a little bit, but it, uh, so when I was searching it was in harm's way, uh, it was a world war II movie where the USS Indianapolis got, got taken out in, uh, in the Pacific and uh there was about god 600 uh people just floating for four or five days waiting for help and it wow. was just just the way it was written it was you're on the edge of your seat and, and actually got me oh. to read the whole book <laughs> it doesn't happen very often especially anymore as soon as i laid down to read a book the book's on my face <laughs>
2: um now a lot of times we have to defer, uh, the, the, this, this, uh, question and might have to, you know, refer the next two questions to, um, the wife. Okay. Oh, so okay. It's okay if you need to, but we're going to start with this one, your favorite guilty pleasure.
3: Oh, that's easy. Well, no, oh. cause yeah. First of all, she's asleep. So I wouldn't even ask her. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't even ask her. So, uh, Anything Reese's, just candy, just sweet tooth candy, but Reese's in particular. Yeah, that not good. It's
2: a good answer.
3: Not good at all.
4: So, so the second yeah. part to that is what's the most annoying thing about you?
3: I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I mean, look at this, we're at over two hours almost. Uh, I talk too much for sure. Uh, and it's a hard thing when you're, when you're podcasting, when you're interviewing, because you really have to know when to, to not talk and really listen. And, uh, sometimes I listen to myself when I'm editing, which is, would be painful for you, Justin, <laughs> as you were saying before, but to, to listen to your own voice, but just listen to how much you're talking. It's, uh, put you in check. That's for sure. But, uh, mm-hmm. I do have to edit out some of my own, uh, talking and, and so it makes it sound like i'm a great listener and most times i am but uh, <laughs> it's uh sometimes you find that uh, when you're interviewing you're you're identifying more than you need to with what someone's saying and it's not necessary it's their story not mine
2: right um,
3: on that one subject that we were talking about the the most recent one that was an appropriate time to identify and talk about you know me having a panic attack while teaching the spin class but, but yeah I I I could, uh, Justin knows I could, I could easily go four or five hours just talking.
2: Yeah. No, no, I totally know because <laughs> you, 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 you refer to it as identifying it's the aligning part and you, you try to, you, you want to validate what you're going to bring up next. Right.
3: Sure. Yeah.
2: And like one of the things especially when you're doing it in that moment right even though you're Uh recording like you're you're not live like we are but you're Uh you're in the moment that's no different right and that moment feels like like right now i can look and it tells me on the software we're using exactly where we're at how long we've been on and Uh i add the first show to this show and i'm like yep i know where we're at but like it's um sometimes you know you're like just just be quiet but Uh are you being quiet and is it weird that you're quiet (laughs) because like Uh you don't want to you know the balance you have to do right that dance Uh like i want it to be just like you have to you it's about the gust but at the same time you have to like wrangle it in Mm -hmm. and and make it you know about everybody that's there getting a drink at the same time yeah yeah that's like when we um God, we have had like times where you know the the internet's like going this way, but not crashing yeah. like it did earlier. And I can uh-huh. tell you that thirty seconds feels like an hour. Uh huh. And and uh, and, and I know you and I have shared some stories about some interviews oh, yeah. that went, the, the interviews went that way, not this uh-huh. way. And you're like, and in those moments, it's 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 rough. Oh, sh- and that's an exact example of where you can talk it- too long. Well,
3: I mean, it, it happens. It doesn't happen often, but you have to be, it's, it's actually, all right. So it's, it is annoying. I'm sure at times, especially if someone really needs to get somewhere, but they don't want to be rude and say like, I really got to go. Like, you know, it's been six hours I've not (laughs) eaten. You know, I haven't let the dog out once I've not done anything, but, um, the it's when it, the the awkward moments when you can't have a conversation that no matter how good a conversationalist you are, and you just cannot get the person to warm up or loosen up.
2: we are tough. They're those tough. are and I've only had it
3: happen a couple times, but wow. it is just like you were saying. It is a really difficult position because I, I also don't give up, which which is probably equally as annoying so i'll keep pushing through and and sometimes it can make it worse you know and then you're just then you both just want to find a peaceful way out of this (laughs) you know you just (laughs) and and that's when i edit and i just butter the thing up as much as i can and just smooth it out and just it ends up being a 35 minute podcast (laughs) instead of the two hours that i recorded but there's all you know and it's not it's actually my fault because i should have known by talking with the person beforehand that this was going to be difficult, or I'm forcing it because I have this on my agenda and I want to yeah. check it off, you know. And that's when you're that's when you're interviewing for the wrong reasons, in my opinion. So yeah, um, that's a that's a real that's a real issue. And sometimes I have to really catch myself on that one.
2: We, I mean, okay, we got a few questions left, but I would love sometimes. Especially like yeah. our, like our conversation tonight, yeah. If 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 we posted, like if we copied and cut, clicked uh-huh. and copied and posted and pasted what we had lined up before the show,
3: <laughs> I don't know if I want to know.
2: Like the it was it, but it doesn't like that's the thing. Because I I'll I'm I, I'm happy to put like two hours of uh-huh. time in. Of like pre work or pre stuff, Sure. and then nothing get used, it, right? Yeah, because it that I know it was a real conversation, yeah. Which is what happened yeah. here. Like we've we're, we're we're like way off the rails. Here we are, way over here talking, which we've been doing, and that's the best thing about a podcast, right? You can yeah. do that. You 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 had um <clears throat> you Peyton Reinhauer when yeah you had, yeah when, yeah when you went. When you went to to their house and interviewed yeah. her, that's just it's one of your shows that sticks out in my head. And uh-huh. there's there's certain shows like I can get, I can go back to Rail the Berm and I can name a Rail the Berm episode and you're uh-huh. certain ones that stick out. And yeah, yeah. I'm like that was, it like that was a show that you can't you can't script you can't pre-write you mm-hmm. it's just genuine it's just people talking and that's the be- again yeah. I don't want to yeah. beat this up um but sure. like that's the fun part of podcasts, right like you just bring the real real in you
3: know what's funny is that was actually i wouldn't have picked that one really yeah yeah on yeah. Um, Peyton's awesome she's amazing um huh. but interviewing you know me being you know i guess i would have been 51 at the time i did the second one with her because it was post olympics yep um and i really wanted to to interview her post-Olympics.
0: I'm
3: mm-hmm. um, you know, a 51-year-old guy interviewing a 19-year-old girl. I think she, yeah, I don't even think she turned 20 yet. So, yeah. so uh, you know, we, we rode first a bit, which was nice. Uh, I think before that one we rode. I, I forget. Uh, her parents are amazing. They're super nice people. Um, but having Collins... What saved – well, anyway, my, my point is, is having the backup of your prep, for instance, that you're talking about for tonight. You know, if I ended up being just a, a difficult interview and it was tough to get a conversation going smoothly,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you have your backup. So hers actually ended up pretty pretty good uh, because I had a couple call-ins, um,
2: oh, yep, and yep.
3: one of them was Molly Simpson, which yep. – she was awesome. And the other one was Brooke Crane. So I'm thinking, Oh, this is freaking great. These are her best friends. You know, so this, this really helped it along. So, uh, I almost, uh, I did ask her about media training. If, if when you're in the Olympics, do they provide media training? Because her answers were pretty interesting. She was talking about, you know, if you talk to her about competition or how she did and something, she would never name who the competitor was. And real yeah. true athletes yeah. will not mention their competitor's name. It's so funny. It, funny, but like amazing is what I'm saying. Amazing and funny. That they're, they're that in tune that they're taught to just keep in the zone. That person doesn't exist. Yeah, I had an incident with somebody. Who? I don't know. You know, who's your <laughs> toughest competitor? <laughs> I don't know myself you know what i mean is like that that type of thing so it could be interpreted in different ways but uh but at first i was like oh boy i'm really gonna have to carry this interview but it just it did come together and everything worked out just fine um but it helps to have i i did learn that it helps to have a little bit of a backup plan just like you did uh just in case okay you know so it's. anyway anyway. all
2: right a few more questions are you ready i'm ready favorite color ah
3: used to be blue but i have this Sobrosa bmx racing bike the frame is just translucent red i don't know Red's not a great color for me but okay i don't know i look like i'm hanging out in new york city i'm wearing all black (laughs) i don't know but uh blue blue i'm sticking with blue
2: okay all right
4: uh what talent do you wish you had
3: uh, a musician of any kind i don't care if it's a damn harmonica just anything all right I don't, even one single snare drum would be fine anything um, i've got zero rhythm no zero finger dexterity got i got nothing
2: i'll i'll, I'll I, we'll line you up with paul he can give you some drum drum classes um Ooh. yeah drum tucky if you're Ooh, drum talking yeah <laughs> yeah uh what's one thing that people are generally surprised to find out about you kind of like a like a hidden talent uh but you can't you can't you can't take the easy route out joe you can't take this and be like i do a podcast like, you know? I know. well
3: yeah i don't even bother telling people at work that
2: um it's like the hardest thing to explain isn't it like, i do a pod. it is i do this live stream yeah. podcast thing right and the pedal bikes they're like the fuck right. are you talking about? And like, you know, the bikes with the fixed gears, the little things—they're yeah. in the Olympics. They're like, they're in the Olympics. Yeah, is it the hundred yard they're... dash? And I'm like, no, never mind, never mind. Yeah, I know.
3: Yeah, they're still trying to get over the fact that I race a bike. <laughs> that's that's the, they can't even get that out of their head. Yeah, be a fl- uh, be
2: a fluffy guy and try to convince people you race. Right. Right.
3: <laughs> oh God.
2: Yeah, it's rough. Oh, it's, it's a rough life over here. It, it is.
3: Um, and yeah, I think Melissa said that one of the episodes they listened to recently is BMX is a small world. And all I can say to that is thank God. Um, because it does make, make it feel like I do something that's really a, a unique individual sport. So it's, I, I'm glad people at work don't, don't understand or know it or whatever. Yeah. It's I think it's, it's cool. But, uh, uh, what, What's something that people don't know about me? Um, oh boy, I think pr- probably just my job. I, I think I don't think people really understand. Or I think uh, I you, know, you don't want to tell everyone what you what you do just to try to try to have people understand. But I think uh, I think living within our means. Uh, my wife and I are pretty pretty good with with money we're and like i said before it's not like we're rich we just we're good with our money and and uh i think people think i have some fantastic job that i just uh yeah i i work at some firm and i'm you know who knows i don't know just because i i wear clean clothes when i go to a gym i i don't know <laughs> hey, hey. I, I i don't know i have no idea i probably do present myself as being a little okay yeah. Me maybe, uh, but uh, I, feel, was, I feel I yeah. feel
2: I feel it's being a proper elderly statesman of our sport.
3: Yeah, I mean, if I had hair, I'd have dreadlocks. All right, I mean, I would do it.
2: Okay. I, I <laughs> but, don't. I would dress all. You know, I wear whole... a hat. I wear a hat for a reason. Uh... Yeah,
3: exactly. Me too. <laughs> but Joe,
4: are you a I, Supercross fan?
3: Oh my god, I love Supercross.
2: I'm ready.
4: To
3: all right, this who's your one.
4: favorite Supercross rider?
3: Um, I have to say Tomac. I have to, All right. you know, it's, there's it's nice. BMX connections nice. and yep. that guy just, when that guy has to rip, he rips, he goes.
2: All right. You ready yeah. for the next one? Yep. Vegemite or peanut butter?
3: The hell is Vegemite? I'm definitely going with peanut butter. <laughs> I don't really even understand. I left it this. We,
2: we left this question in here, uh, uh, yeah. uh, from last week when Travis was on the show. Oh,
3: I, I heard him talking about something that if you could picture like dirt mixed yeah, with yeah yeah, 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 yeah lettuce that something is in. that would be it.
2: All right, we got one more but, question. Um, okay. All
4: right, the last most infamous question of them all: What is your favorite Wednesday Night Live BMX show?
2: Well, I've got bad news, guys.
3: I started doing a Wednesday Night BMX podcast. So God damn it! The BMX in our blood.
2: Yay! No, no just kidding a t b all the way oh, oh thank, thank you, you so much all right, uh, and with that, we're gonna move into our, our next few segments uh, um do you wanna stick around and hang out with us uh as we do our newsmaker and trivia segments and showcase? yeah, I
3: thought we agreed to be at vacant all So <sighs> yeah here.
2: we definitely are uh we're, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this shit's gonna go west coast late tonight. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh, God. <laughs> Melissa's going to bed, I can tell already. Uh, she needed, a she, actually, yeah, the Michigan she
2: needed studio. a she needed a bathroom break. That's why she went off camera. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, right. That was nice. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we can do what we can. <laughs> um, we're going to do our newsmaker segment, and uh, our newsmaker segment is brought to you by our good friends over at 110% Nutrition. If you guys are looking for the best in supplements, it's the people to hit up, and- our first bit of news is coming over from our, you're talking about him earlier, Joe, the captain yeah. himself.
3: Yes. The man.
2: I feel like you almost went through the script that you didn't have access to. And, and, <laughs> Cause you've set up some of the best segues ever. Oh, um, perfect. yeah. So um, in, in, uh, you know, Nick and Lindsay are, are big supporters of the show and we love what they're doing. Um, and we, and each week we, we showcase where they're going to be. So uh-huh. um, coming up this week, Ah, it's only a few days away. March 11th at Cape Coral BMX. Right here. Like, it's that just... you? That's... Yeah. That's us, right, Drake? <laughs> Drake. That's there's, us. Drake. Drake. There's
3: still people awake over there?
2: Yeah. There he is. Oh, shit. His camera just went off. Ah, uh, smart kid. I'll turn it off. I'll reactivate this thing. Nope. There's Drake's camera. He turned his off. No, Drake turned his camera off on me. I don't know. I, uh, so I was doing well, the best I could. Yeah. Uh but yeah, um, we got uh Drake. Uh we have Drake telling you about the uh or trying to tell you about the uh where's the captain app. And then um our next bit of newsmaker segment. We're gonna go here. I have to flip this and go there. so many goddamn things I Is that Ron in the background, Melissa?
4: Yes, I'm so sorry. I, if I lock him up, he'll be noisier. And now, it's past his bedtime, so he's being
2: cranky. Did you feed him?
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just ready to go up to the bathroom to get his second <laughs> meal and go to bed, and he keeps reminding me that I'm not getting up.
2: Our cat's name is Ron. <laughs> our cat's name is Ron Burgundy, by the way, Joe. <laughs> That's great. That's because I got the name. And usually.
4: I put my daughter down between nine 30 and 10 and he gets locked into the bathroom. Otherwise he cries all night. So he knows that he goes upstairs at nine 30 and gets fed. Uh-huh. And so he's man.
2: Oh my <laughs> gosh. It's a good time. Um, our next bit of newsmaker news is coming from our good friends over at the the of Numps podcast. We're talking about dirty fest. Are you ready to get dirty? Right. Melissa?
4: uh that's a loaded question but sure
2: let me let me let me answer let me ask this question again melissa are you ready to get dirty absolutely there you go (laughs) registration is now open for dirty. the craziest thing
3: is i didn't even connect with what you were talking about i was just i thought strictly dirty knobs that's all i thought about sorry melissa if you wanted me to take something else, like sorry,
2: <laughs> Dirty Fast is uh, Southern California's premier vintage BMX extravaganza. If you guys miss this one, you're gonna miss the entire best BMX event you're ever gonna be part of. Uh, the entire weekend is gonna take an event uh, take take. Uh... Shit, let me start. Can I do that read over again? This is <laughs> this is when this is when I was like, man. If we didn't do a live place. show, I could, re, I could edit it out. Here we go. The entire After, weekend soon. of Dirty Fest is going to take place on April 28th to the 30th. It's designed for the whole family. Bring the whole family. Bring them. Bring get them. Get the side hacks. Let's go. Let's have some fun. We're going to have a blast. And uh, you're still going to be able to go to work on Monday.
0: Oh, yeah. what fun is that?
2: Well, it's not a three-day national. That's what it is. So, uh, it's going to be held at Val uh, Lake Resort, the KOA's number one campground, nestled in lovely wine country of Temecula, California.
3: That's where all the SuperCrest guys hang out.
2: It is and live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the hotspot. It's going to be. They got they got tons of vintage classes to race. It's going to be a good yeah. time. And rumor has they're gonna have an '80s costume party, so Ooh. what I want to see is everyone to show up in in the uh, Mike Miranda badass Hutch uniform from uh-huh. uh, Rad. That's like and get a yeah. mustache, like put the mustache yeah. on and and just right show up it's and just- show out. And listen yeah. to and make sure you, you better have the bangles on your on your tape deck on your Sony <laughs> Playman, okay? Head over to dirtfest.com for more info and to register. Can you take the next one, Melissa?
4: Yeah. Um, let's see. Waterford Oaks BMX is invading Ray's Indoor Mountain bar- Mountain Bike Park. Um they are headed there this Saturday, March twelfth, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Just tell them when you show up that you're there with Waterford Oaks BMX track, and the entry will the entry fee will only be $15, so that's half off. well uh, They do have rentals and all the goodies, so bring all your friends, fa- family, even the nice guy that works at the corner store. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now, do, do you know? You, I haven't read right, my my read yet. You know, <laughs> you you know it's also like the the Waterford Oaks versus Akron thing this weekend too. Uh-oh. so like oh, is that yeah? Akron is also got like a, a fifteen dollar discount code or whatever it's called. Uh-huh. So like you got to claim one or the other. Right. So there's a little bias coming from the yeah. show being based out of Michigan, but I got a lot of yeah. friends and one main sponsor that's out of akron <laughs> ohio uh, so claim akron ohio and claim waterford yeah. oaks i don't know i don't know i'm torn yeah. between I
3: both tracks both both places are good although uh waterford oaks not quite as windy
2: it's not uh, evidently billy said he's gonna pay for everyone that shows up and says that they're from akron he'll pay for them like 10 bucks oh wow a, it's, so it's <laughs> only five dollars for them to ride wow well billy I if i can get my ass back home by sunday you're going to pay that for me because i'll be there <laughs> it might be i mean it probably might be on my way home and and how long it takes me you to You probably home.
4: make it on your way home
2: yeah yeah that's just so, yeah i conversion. don't know how buried your Co- wife will be though <laughs> that dude, <laughs> it's it's gonna be look that one we like we all know bmx Mexicans know how to pack a car you do. Dude, I have to Definitely. go to the, I, to get all this shit home. I got to go next level. So I might be like bungee cording the bike to the top so I can go ride Sunday. <laughs> Just a random bungee cord on the top of the car with a bike sure. there up there. Just
4: put it in the front seat, like as your passenger. Just buckle it in. Oh,
2: yeah, I totally could do idea. that. Like
4: flip your frame yeah. upside down maybe or take your wheel off maybe.
2: Um, right. Like she's a BMXer already. Yeah, I
4: know. Right. <laughs> Right.
2: No, I just been
4: dating one for almost five years. It kind of rubs <laughs> uh, off a little bit. Five years. Kind of like that, like itch you can't get rid of, that dirty spot that won't come out of your shirt.
2: That <laughs> Sticks to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-oh. uh Oh. What happened? Uh. Well, the Trumble. Oh boy. Let me see if I can bring this up real fast. Right. Uh, we're we're going to talk about Trumble. Uh, and oh, there it is. Look at this. Boom. It's going to be on there. Boom. There it is. Oh it's like a new we're doing here we go uh trumble BMX is bringing you trumble BMX March Madness uh we already know you gamble so let's just okay. cut, let's just no and everybody oh. let's just cut the shit oh, okay. y'all know how uh, uh brackets work you know how to bet on them you know how to gamble on them and and trumble's bringing this into BMX so uh we'll put the links in the chat here's what you got to do you got to fill out the brackets just like you would at your office party, but like, why not help out a local BMX track? That's a better idea. It's way more better shit talking. Um, <laughs> so you fill out the brackets, and just like you would at the job you go to every day, and uh, but this money goes to uh, help a good cause. So, shit, my screen just went out. I'm sorry. There it goes um, You guys can sign up for this And um, you you got multiple ways You can do this You can you can sign up on Venmo Or you can uh, follow the link That we're going to put in the chat And it'll be in the show notes But fill out those um, Fill out the brackets And uh, you're going to You're going to help a good cause and, and, and you might win some money
4: I did not And if you're like me
2: You choose your picks
4: By the uniform color Or the mascot Win <laughs> every time
2: I just got to go Michigan State All the way through Oh. Gonzaga I mean, doesn't you go them. that far
3: just because they're good. Who? You know? Gonzaga.
2: Yeah, so you got Gonzaga, you got Michigan State. Like, just go and I run mean, them, run them all the way through. Yeah,
3: good mascots. There's hardly anyone at the schools. You know, pick them.
2: I don't even know if Michigan State was this good. Just were they good this year in basketball?
4: Yeah. Not as not as well of as they've done in the past. I don't think,
2: from what I hear at work. Do you want to know what? But I – But we
4: talk a lot of shit at work, so I don't trust oh. everything that I hear.
2: <laughs> Melissa works at the University of Michigan. You want to know one thing? I know Melissa. What? Jawan Howard ain't done shit with that basketball team.
4: I don't follow basketball, but yeah. I wouldn't argue anyways. <laughs>
2: damn it that would have been we don't have a good season. coaching record no really, truly, no not even your football team but that let's dude not is go terrible. there let's keep moving terrible. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right hey if you're a track a team a club if you've got a product uh, if you've got uh, an event coming up and you want us to showcase it and put it in our newsmaker segment please send it to info at all things bmxshow.com Melissa are you ready yes
4: number one prize in this week is two danger snack containers one of which says wake the fuck up and the other one says get after it so those are going to be in there got sticker pack going on went down into the prize vault came up with this lovely thing here t-shirt Die job apparel has donated to us I love this guy back here. <laughs> okay. I need to make uh, Sean have make me one of these too. <laughs> uh, and then you got your uh, ATB T bone backpack to go with all that. So the question this week what president was also a licensed bartender? What president of the United States was also a licensed bartender? Bartender, I'll clear my chat
2: here. Oh, boy, hmm, hmm, I don't know. That's a good That's one. Tough. Who knew?
4: It's Random good. facts by Melissa. It is. Oh geez, got an answer already? What?
2: Really? That fast? Uh, I, I'm. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Yeah. Do you know it, Joe? I've got a guess, but it's I didn't look anything up. What's your guess? Uh candy.
2: No, because older. the whole family's drunk usually
3: and that's how a bunch of them uh, <laughs> some mistakes.
4: I think he just had a like propensity for alcohol, not oh, necessarily okay. making his own drinks.
3: <laughs> well, they kinda go. Well, a good bartender, I suppose, doesn't drink as much as he makes. <laughs> or she. But uh yeah.
4: Should be pouring, yeah. not consuming.
3: <laughs> Correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think Justin has back info on that one, but we'll talk about that another time.
2: Yeah. Well, th- the thing is, should... you have the difference between the licensed bartender and uh, bartender. So, uh, gotcha. we're going to slide into the showcase segment, and then we'll talk about our next week's guest uh, coming in right here. We've been talking about them. We've been plugging them like like it was it was it was just a natural thing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to bring that to you right here. Uh, it's the uh, Dirty Knobs podcast show. So if you guys got a podcast show, if you guys are doing print, media, or like a social media website, whatever it is, send it over, and we'd love to share it. But we're going to talk right now about the Dirty Knobs podcast show, because it's going to tie in in a few minutes to next week's guest. There's your tease. Uh, Dirty Knobs podcast hosted by our good friends, Mike Miranda Hollywood himself, Eric Carter, and J.V. Mr. Games of Senti. He was just on the show a little while ago. They're giving you all the backstories from the shows and the times. Uh, the BMX was banging. This happening in the 80s and 90s. It's always a good time. Uh, new show dropped the other week. Make sure you guys check it out. It's the J.V. says you got to pick. Uh, link's going to be in the chat. You guys can check them out. Got the next one.
4: Yep. And uh, first and foremost, happy anniversary to the Moms Talk BMX podcast gals. Uh, I do believe today marks their uh, one-year start to their podcast. They got a newest one up is talking with uh, Turning Pro with Dinah O'Brien, who is PJ uh, O'Brien's mom. So she's given all the breakdown on what it takes to be a mom of a pro these days so go check them out and put the link in the chat here oh. it's a... they're awesome so yeah
2: that's good one. i'd like to try that one
4: yep a whole year that's pretty cool we know how we know how
2: awesome that feels <laughs> Did you get, you, oh yeah you get past you you're in it a year you're in it for the game the long haul oh yeah i think so <laughs> joe knows uh uh the uh uh our next show that we'd like to showcase it is the Beer Budget PMX show. I don't even know how we're gonna do this intro right here. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the beer budget BMX show. It's the internet's only live streaming BMX show that never has anyone topless on it. Even though each week I try to plug the fact that Rick's gonna do the entire show topless, it never happens. But ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you right now, it's gonna be hotter. Then a porta potty in Rockford in August. <laughs> These guys are going to talk about everything from kids kicking kids in the head to tanning beds and tuna fish and goddamn shit sandwiches, all right? That's what we're going to do. And maybe homie Mike might have a shirt on this week, all right? He might be building side hacks you never, ever know with this show. Make sure you tune in, tear the knob off, and turn it up to 11. I don't know what state we're in right now, but let's go. That's the Beer Budget BMX podcast show. That's pretty good. I like it. I had to go. at it. Um, I had to wing it. I'm in. I'd, yeah. I do the best I can. Rick <laughs> says
4: uh, summer's coming, baby cakes. Let's go. <laughs> Not coming fast enough. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now we're going to talk about Lane 8 podcast. Their newest episode titled Race Lead, The Working Man's Racer. Uh, this one's hosted by Todd Wilson and the link's gonna be in the chat. Go
2: check them out. Yep. Oh what do you wanna take this one? That? Do you wanna take this one, Joe?
3: Uh sure.
2: I, hang on. I gotta start a recording. All right, hold on. Oh god. All right, go.
3: I'm not gonna make this sound nearly as exciting and interesting as you guys do. But the BMX and Uplet, episode one forty, Mark Mulville. think it's 140. She said, I don't even know my own episodes, but, uh, Mark Mulville, he's a rider that was in Anthem 2, which was a huge, it was a successful video back in the early 2000s. Florida resident, actually used to live in Connecticut until he was about six years old. Super interesting guy, rides trails like a beast and, uh, has a lot to share on the personal side too. So, uh, yeah every every bmx in our blood episode is just perfect from start to finish so this is just another one i'm kidding they're not all perfect but this one's really good give it a shot you're
4: allowed to say that
2: all
3: right
2: no i don't believe it though but um (laughs) and 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 i want to make sure that we plug 139 too because 139 oh yes yeah that was the 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 bmx bloom Bloom bmx i just took that out sorry yeah, that was uh Oh, that's okay. Yeah, tell them about 139.
3: Oh, 139 is cool. Uh the Bloom is run by uh Beatrice Trang and Angie Marino. Uh Beatrice is the she's dedicated her her career to to uh the Bloom, which is uh, all about women writers, uh, female writers. Uh so she covers everything, anything that, uh, any type of women mm-hmm. BMX events that are going on. So, uh, I met up with her, they had combined efforts and, and, uh, did a, a week long tour with the GT freestyle team, the women side of it. And, uh, that's when I, I caught up with her, but she's, uh, she's got a pretty, pretty amazing story and extremely dedicated to, uh, women in sport in the BMX sport. So, uh, so it is, is all, uh, all, uh, uh, types of BMX. So, uh, freestyle racing, uh, just all of it. even, uh, even some mountain biking too. So she was a, she's really interesting and well-spoken.
2: Perfect. All right. We've got one left and, uh, it's from our good friend, uh, in Ohio. So other than the bike tracks and gate nine, he's one of the other good things coming out of Ohio. Bossman <laughs> racing. <laughs> uh you guys, uh let's see, let him let him know.
4: Oh, I thought. Okay, sorry. I Wasn't started. There. Um I think he we mentioned this. He uh covered the Gold Cup race in Dayton. This is his uh vlog number sixty seven. Um so go check it out. I put the link in the chat.
2: Perfect. Now let's talk about who we're gonna have on next week. We're gonna have the whole gang here, Melissa. Really? And Joe, all of them. I don't know. Wow. What, I don't know what Miranda did to make sure that uh, uh, Carter is gonna show up. Really? Yeah. I probably had to do with whiskey or something. But right. the Dirty Knobs entire cast is gonna be on the show next week. We're uh, probably gonna talk about Dirty Fest and. Um, it's just gonna be it's no script. Let's just go freestyle. It'll be a fun time. Um, no way.
4: Yeah, <laughs> we can't roll like that. <laughs> wow,
3: that's gonna be crazy. It's
2: gonna be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, uh, yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be next week. That'll oh my be, gosh, it's awesome. Don't make sure you tune in because you're not gonna want to miss that one. No. Mm-mm. Um, and as we promised earlier. Before we get to the birthdays, you guys don't go anywhere before we get to beer time. But beer time is going to be substituted this week with a special guest. Melissa, do we have a winner in trivia?
4: I do. Uh, Nick Quinn was the first one in the chat. The the correct answer is President Lincoln was
0: the only
4: president to be a licensed bartender. I don't know how we know that. And I didn't realize they had licensing for bartending way back then, but apparently they yeah. did. So I didn't. Nick, I will have this with me as we move into our racing season up here. And when we run into you, we'll, uh, hand deliver it.
3: Congratulations, Nick.
2: Yeah. Well, we hand yeah. deliver it to save on shipping. Cause that is out of control. uh, <laughs> Good God Yeah, I'm easy. way behind <laughs> It's so silly It's so silly how much it costs Um, Alright, ladies and gentlemen the, the most anticipated segment Of the All Things BMX show It's birthday time And this week We have a special guest Doing birthdays It's none other Than our guest Mr. Joe Doherty himself from the BMX Under oh. Blood podcast. There's your oh, intro, Joe. Wow. Please take it away, Joe.
3: Oh man! All right, all right. First we have uh, and and Rue, uh, k- <laughs> Car, I think I'm supposed to put a trill on the R's, but uh, so happy birthday, you. And, uh, and then there's another one in Dre Dre Drew Dre, Jehoni Jehoni. And then we've got Jehoni. Jehoni. We got, uh, got, uh, oh boy, uh, uh, Oh, I got this. What? Uh, wo- 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 uh wor-
2: wordy, wordy. Uh, almost done, guys. Uh, uh, let's see. No, you're not. You have like thirty more names. Um. Oh
3: shoot! I better hurry it up then. Uh, <laughs> n- n- Nikita, n- Nikita, 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 <laughs> Nikita, 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 uh, a, a a a uh yeah a damn
4: a damn
3: a damn a damn uh a damn rate a damn race he's a damn racer <laughs> um, then we have uh, oh, my God. uh christ christ uh, christ lar- large large scrim and then we have... Uh,
2: Dude, I can hear not- Noah laughing in the other room, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear him over there all cracking right. up.
3: Pe- pe- petty. Pe- <laughs> petty. uh pass, pass you all. Yeah, pass you all. He probably petty would if we
2: were racing, uh, by the way.
3: Petty, pass you all. All right. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, these are tough ones tonight. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> All right, hold on guys. I, uh, I got this. Um, je- uh, j- Jeremiah. uh Jer is my Jer- Jeremiah. Uh, uh ring ring rincone. Rincone ring rincone. <laughs> and then I've got uh Ah. Oh, uh Ah. Uh, ah. Oh, oh, oh. Poof! I I don't know. Uh, Austin? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go with Austin, and then uh, Shawan. Shawan Hunt? Nah Hunt? Oh my god! God, that could have been way worse. Oh, I know this guy. Uh, Bar. Uh, Bar, 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 Barney. Barney, sir. Bar- Bar- Barney, Uh, Christ again. Christina. 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 All right. Christina, uh, Whitey. Whitey. Uh, let's see. He, he, I, he-, he, I. <laughs> He's I can't so do it. So on. uh Rice. And uh oh, Tommy Zula. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then uh Jameis uh Araris, <sighs> who is who is a really awesome guy by the way, seriously. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but he was he's been on
2: a couple a times part
3: of I think Snap.
2: Magazine back yeah. in the day, he works at uh Haro.
3: Does he work at Haro now? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, right? Uh, all right, so we have uh, Payol, uh Mar- <laughs> Mar- pay all uh, pay Marcox, uh, and then uh, fucking... Diana Duque. <laughs> Duque. <laughs>
0: Oh come on, just kill me.
3: Um kill myself. Uh all right. Michelle uh <laughs> al, al, alto al,
4: alto off.
2: It's Michael. Yeah. It's not even Michelle, is it? Or did I spell it wrong?
4: <laughs> no, it's Michael. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. gotcha
3: Dang it, uh, right. Oh, okay. <laughs> all well... right, and then we got Nate Nate Han. Nate Han. <laughs> Oh my god. And uh Oh oh I know this dude too. Uh Huane uh one, which also means one. Uh one handler, Handler. No, uh yeah, one handler. What did I say that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! I also saw Amanda hug and kiss in there too, but you guys took it away too fast.
4: Oh God! Well, thank man. you, Joe. That, right. Chris, we love so you. I just you want missed, you to want your beer back. He
2: says, I want you to want your beer back.
4: <laughs> yeah, this is Chris is going to have the best,
2: best way the game to guarantee now.
3: that Chris is giving me be back. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Because we couldn't do this every week. I feel I actually feel a little guilty that these people have these birthdays that are so important and I completely butchered every one of them.
4: <laughs> oh
3: God. Yeah.
4: We was uh painful. we do wish everybody a happy birthday, whether we said it wrong ah. or not. <laughs> Enjoy we, your week, but, your day, but, your year. We wish you sure. the best. <laughs>
3: thanks for sharing the blame. Oh. <laughs> that was fun. Especially uh, Nat Hand. <laughs> Nat, Nat Hand, you like that
2: one? Nat Hand,
3: Michelle, like a Justin all mixed up with Whitey, that one. Whitey, just oh Whitey
2: too, yeah. <laughs> just, like, he's just like Whitey, like, and I then, might be. And then out of nowhere, it's just he gets Tommy Zula like out of nowhere, like oh Tommy Zula. <laughs>
3: it's all by design, my friend.
2: It's all by design. Oh man. Oh, it all right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If you have a birthday that you would okay. like to have butchered on the show by uh, either Joe Doherty or Beer Time himself, Chris Beer, please send it to info at All Things BMX Show. <laughs> <sighs> Hold on, I gotta get. Like, <laughs> Joe, that was so <laughs> That was so epic. <laughs> by the way, uh, Joe, I want to thank you for taking the time out and joining us on the show this evening. It, it's it's a pleasure. Um, I. You know what? I mean, it's no secret. I always love chatting with you and hanging out and talking with you. Thank you for being on the show.
3: Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And and thank you too, Melissa Mac.
4: <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Oh <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs>
3: <All right. laughs> Listen, I love Chris, all right?
2: Oh, we know all the I'm gonna share a quick story, real quick. Uh, so okay. da- DJ Damon and I, uh, we DJed uh, Chris's. He has a company in Michigan. They make uh, gears. They go in like transmissions and stuff. Uh-huh. So we 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 we're up there. And we're, we're we're DJing this party. Like it's a it's a good sized company, right? Yeah. And Chris is like, hey man, um, you know, at this time I got to read off all these people's names. Mm -hmm. This was me looking at Damon (laughs) He's got to read that list And I look at the list and I'm like Do I go live? (laughs) And the dude didn't It it was like It was like it was pre-recorded It was so good He just went through And I'm talking like some of these names Like, when he got into the engineering part of his company, they weren't the Uh easiest things to announce, all right? Like, (laughs) they were not at all. Like, lots of consonants, no vowels type names. And I'm like, what the fuck did he just do? Like, (laughs) and he just went through it, and he's like, you know, with 20 years with the company or 30 years, with 25 years, and he just went down, and Damon and I just stood there just awkwardly on our (laughs) mixer boards like, that didn't just happen. (laughs) But it did.
3: We so who's you. fooling Who? Oh, I
2: don't, I don't know yet. But as soon as I get back home and part of all, the shtick, it's <laughs> as soon as we get back in the studio, man. It's it's, yeah. it's topless high fives and hugs, Chris. From um, me, uh, from me. are not, not getting a
3: Patterson of. jersey off of him.
2: <laughs> I guess he's a big fan of him. Um, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. A little bit longer show than we normally do, but this happens. You have two yeah, pod, well, yeah. You you've got a podcast show interviewing a strange. podcast show, so just deal with right. it. Um, and thank <laughs> you guys uh, for for you know sticking around after the internet crashed. Um, it was a great time. I uh, hope everybody had fun. Uh, you guys, <clears throat> good night. God bless. All right. Thank you all. And you stay listening. classy, BMX.